everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Comment Section, Part 3 in our San Diego Comic-Con 2018 Trilogy. Now, we're yeah. going to get to that. The first bit but, of news apparently isn't even <clears throat> Comic-Con related. No, but, but I'm surprised they didn't drop it. Yeah. But... Breaking news. Breaking news, guys, at least for us. When you see this, it'll be yeah. a few weeks old, but he doesn't know. He doesn't know. <laughs> yeah. What is it? We have some news about Star Wars Episode Nine, Specifically, uh, two things. Oh, yeah, we have an update. Billy D. Williams is, all, is for sure coming back. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. That is exciting. Um, number one is one that we were all hoping for. Mark Hamill has been confirmed to return. Really? Yes. Interesting. Where and now we know what Disney is going to do with Princess Leia. Okay, this yes. is big. This is big. And I don't Everyone know. else knows you don't. don't it's something we can look back at. Okay. So, Princess Leia will appear in Episode 9, played by Carrie Fisher. They're going to use unused footage that they didn't use from the first two movies, and we'll and we'll use that in the film. I don't know. Is it so? Is it super planned ahead, or are they just going to hod like just mash thing to make it seem? That's I'm conf I can't believe there's footage. I don't know. This is they're going to use this unused footage for Leia. Wow, I really. That's surprising that there's even footage. That seems like, I don't know, to me that seems. I mean, like didn't the, weren't didn't they have it where, um, like, didn't it have it like when they were film coming towards the end of filming Force Awakens, like they did film a little stuff for Last Jedi, or I think so. Um, but this is episode this is episode nine so far ahead. Yeah. So maybe they. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I would have thought they would have been out of footage long. I would. I thought they wouldn't have had enough for the Last Jedi. She was unconscious most of the movie, so maybe that wasn't supposed to be something that was going to happen the whole time. Yeah, I mean, I was under the impression that they were really trying to stick to what they had, and that that was yeah. going to happen. But um, I'll just say this: it's not what I would have done. If I was in charge, I would just recast the role. But I feel like this is a little compromised to where I don't think there's gonna be a Star Wars fan who is just like mad. Like if you recast her, there's gonna be some people mad. If you if you uh, write her off off screen, there's gonna be something. I feel like it's a little bit of the best of both. No, honestly, in this really crappy situation they they're in. I honestly think this seems best case scenario in a way like the, the yeah. fact that they have footage that they're comfortable yeah. using and apparently enough and like part of this trilogy seems very like honorable of like like the past and maybe like, uh luke will kind of take over some of the stuff that they had planned yeah, yeah. uh and again i'm also curious how that's gonna work out because i mean yeah I, somehow he's oh well i have one theory that, I mean, maybe he's a force ghost or something, but... Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, yeah, I think... I guess I'm kind of happy in that it tells me that they have a lot of footage and that they don't have to, like... 
And they talked it over with um, her daughter and stuff, yeah. and just like, hey, would you be okay if we did this? And she yeah. said yes. <clears throat> I'm very glad that they're not just writing her off or trying to CGI her. Yeah, that's what I was worried about was CGI. Yeah. Or, uh, the, it would feel kind of really weird. Um, I just hope it doesn't feel like it's very obviously... Like, it yeah. cuts to this other footage, and it's obviously not, like... I mean, Star Wars so. has always done such a great job with their special effects, so... Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Wow. Big news coming yes. in today. Uh, I mean, you you said you saw a headline that said it, was, it had potential to be the Dark Knight Rises <laughs> yes. of the trilogy. Which I don't is, think they were talking about the Leia thing, though. I think they were just, like, some people talking about... Okay. I don't know, but I seems just like saw a, that as, like, it's a <laughs> odd thing to say. It seems odd because I personally have mostly just hope for episode nine. Yeah. I mean, this this makes me feel better about it, in a way. It's it's nice that she'll, she'll still be there yeah. to wrap it up. Do you think that they could get a... Do you think they could bring Harrison Ford back for, like, a flashback or something? Uh, or maybe, like, um, Luke could use the Force to create, like, a mirage or something. Yeah. Of, they, they could make it feel like a series finale, but for a, yes. trilogy, a, a, a movie franchise. I mean, this this is not only wrapping up this trilogy. This is wrapping up the whole trilogies. Yeah. Because, I, like, again, I've said before, I really feel like this trilogy, a lot of people feel, like, betrayed that their favorite characters aren't in it more or that they're killing off their favorite characters. But I really feel like the practically the point of this trilogy is like closing off the the nine movies total and wrapping it up and putting it in a nice bow. Plus, it links and, up with yeah. what we have when you compare prequels yeah. to the original trilogy and and ushering out uh, like the old and like giving them an opportunity, of course, because they want to continue Star Wars and they can't always have these characters. I mean, they could uh, reboot. But I don't think they're going to do that. So I think the option they're choosing is to have like a universe of Star Wars films, but with new characters. And this is their way of transitioning. And uh, so that's yeah, that's why uh, that's why I think I'm seeing a lot of this stuff is because I think that's their idea. Yeah, Star Wars news. I'm so good. We've we there's always news that breaks after we wrap up. And put pack up everything. Yeah. And then like I'll check my phone. And be like, oh crap. Yeah. There's always something breaking new. Like, and then it becomes almost too old to talk about the next yes. time. It's a shame. But, so, uh, should we get back to our Comic Con? Yeah, because this is a Comic Con 2018 episode, part three. Yes, part three. Um, and we still have so much to talk about. I know. So, how about you start us off with something? That you want to get into. Okay. Let us see. Uh, let us see. Where did I leave off? Oh. Yeah, Venom is not part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Really? No plans for Tom Holland to show up. Uh, it's not part of it. It's not. So, there so. was, I think it was Entertainment Weekly or something that said it's not part of the Cinematic Universe. Okay, so they're doing a just separate it's Venom separate. movie. That is... um. Separate universe because they want to do Black Cat and so. Oh, they're another. 
a second Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes, in a, essentially. We would it would have been third, but now with this deal, right? That is that's a lot of Marvel. Yes. Interesting. Um, I'm guessing you're disappointed in this because there won't be Spider-Man, or I mean, it all relies on Venom's success. Because I think if Venom is a success, Spider-Man's leaving the MCU. True, because they still have the. The they rights. have the right to do it's, that. It's their property. They're yeah. just letting Sony play with it. I mean, they're letting Marvel Studios play with it. Yeah. And I apparently it sounds like part of the deal is that they're not allowed to use Spider... While this deal is going on, they can't use Spider-Man in some... They can't use, like, an alternate version of Spider-Man. Like, oh. They they couldn't... If they wanted to, they couldn't have brought Toby or Andrew to be in this universe. Yeah, I see. Um, is there any... Uh, MCU movie coming out like sort of competing with Venom, which would be kind of weird, but no, there's nothing coming around at no. the same time. We're done until uh, Captain Marvel next year. Oh, true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They really worked in three at the beginning of this. Yeah. Um, I, w- you know, Ant Man. I, I, I thought the movie sucked and it was horrible, <sighs> but it had like a pretty big drop at the box office. I think maybe, um, number one, don't put it so close by the Avengers movie, because everyone yeah. spent their money on Avengers, and like it's just like, you can go see Cap, Iron Man, Hulk, Spider-Man, or, you can, or Black Panther, or you can go see Ant-Man. <laughs> right. Maybe, I think maybe it would have done more if it had been saved till November. That's yeah. just what I think. Yeah, I can see that. So I wonder, like, I don't... I don't care about Spider-Man Far From Home, which um, sounds absolutely awful. Oh, by the way, um, but I think if they want to, I think they should move it to where it's not two months after Avengers 4. Oh, yeah. This reminds me of something. Remember how I read, like, the Titans um, outline? and yeah. was, I read an outline or something about what Spider-Man Far From Home was going to be. And now, again, there's only four things I've ever read spoilers for, because I just didn't care. One was Batman vs. Superman. The other was Titans. The other was an episode of Arrow. And this is Spider-Man Home. So I've done three. I've read three. Uh, Now, Batman vs. Superman, Lava, I read, turned out to be fake. Arrow turned out to be true. Okay. Uh, Titans turned out to be true, but those were TV versus uh, movies. So, and again, movies, there could be like what I read about for Batman vs. Superman could have been from an early draft. Yeah. Before it was rewritten. Yeah. So, I read about what could have been the plot for Spider Man Far From Home. And they did say, like, um, again, take it with a grain of salt because. They said the title was going to be Spider-Man Field Trip. Yeah. Which it wasn't, but it's not that far off. Yeah. Uh, and the movie sounds absolutely awful. <laughs> it's bad. And I'll just say, if it's true, and again, you can find it. It Again, it's not like I went outside. I just, you, you can find it if you want to. But again, probably isn't true. Probably isn't, but I, I thought the same thing about Titans, but... Yeah. If it is true, it sounds awful, and people are going to be mad about Avengers 4. 
uh, mad about it because of something that happens. Because of something that happens in Avengers 4, they are going to turn off some pe- some audience members to okay. where they are done. Really? That's bold. Bold. Yes. Bold guess for it. And here's the thing, guys. It's not like it's a surprise thing. If you really think about it, you can probably guess. Do you want me to tell you what it was? It's not something where I can... Where, um, I have an idea. But... It's not something where, if I tell you, you'll not be in complete shock. Because it's something people have been guessing a lot. I mean, based on what you're saying now, I have an idea, I guess. Well, what would your guess be? That Spider-Man's gonna die? Or they like, get written off, sort of? Well, that... I'm talking about Avengers 4. That people oh. will be mad about Avengers 4. Oh, okay. So some... Okay, I thought you meant in... No, Spider-Man I guess Far I don't... From Home just sounds absolutely awful. Yeah, okay. I, I guess I don't know, then. Well, the, what I read at. is that uh, Tony Stark dies. Okay, I was so someone <laughs> dies. Okay. Yes. I yeah, I, I guess I expect I thought he was gonna die in Infinity War. I think if they do that, they're gonna turn off the audience. They're gonna turn off members of the audience who are just like, what the crap? I mean we've seen the reaction from Star Wars. It's just now you're putting the the actor ahead of the story. Right. And yeah. I, I don't even know if they're gonna because I know Kevin Feige has said like, um, hey look, they recast uh, James Bond, they recast Batman. We just recast Spider-Man, so yeah. it can work. That's what he said in the past, and it's just like, guys, you recast Spider-Man, you recast the Hulk, you're gonna recast Wolverine and Deadpool. Sorry, guys, Ryan Reynolds is done. Yeah, recasting so, happens. If you guys can do that, why are you too cowardly to recast Iron Man? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's gonna be still... It's I mean, it's well. not like Robert Downey Jr. is in a lot of fight scenes. Most of the time, the Iron Man thing is just CGI. Yeah, that's kind of... So, I mean, he probably, if he wanted to, could do it for another 10 years. <laughs> but I'm just like, just recast. It's yeah. not that hard. <laughs> but you're not all people, so... I promise you, people will get over it faster than Thanos can snap his fingers. Yeah, and that took all. That took a couple hours. <laughs> yes, but it's just like, you know, the people are just like people won't accept the new Tony Stark. Those those people will get over it in five seconds. Yeah, and who knows? They they could find someone who's better than Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. So here's always- my question about Sp- Spider Man. Now the deal will end after. After Far From Home. Do you want Sony to continue the deal? To continue this version of Spider-Man? Or would you want him out, back at Sony, and rebooted? Um, Into this Venom universe? I mean, I don't know. Uh, I really like Tom Holland. So I'm almost like 50% the way to thinking I would want that, but I'm also almost 50% of the way thinking that I would want the reboot because um, we, we, we're we going to have a lot of Tom Holland Spider-Man. Five movies. Yeah, like that's, that's a lot. I mean, but uh, I'm fine with rebooting. It's not like... It's like I do agree that, you know, you can get another good one and... Um, they did it twice so before. on and so forth, but at the same time, it's all happening so fast that I would almost want a like a break. Like well, like you can't we do a break because yeah. if they if Sony doesn't do it, then they'll lose the rights. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's like a snap decision. Yeah. Of 
do you reboot or do you not? Um, I don't know. I really am at a <laughs> loss here. I would almost say no. I know you would no? say. I know you would say reboot. Oh, absolutely. Take him yeah. out. Reboot, especially now when we've lost this competition. You could almost create a universe if you have Spider-Man, Venom, Black Cat. Maybe uh, I I don't know. Maybe have um, kind of like a Nightwing spinoff of just like Miles Morales or something. There you have four franchises. Yeah, and you you know you'd have it where you have a new Peter Parker Spider-Man actor sign up who could appear in those. Kind of be like the Nick Fury to the other ones. Right. And it's just like, look, Tom Holland's a great Spider-Man, but it's don't put the actor before the story you have to do what's right for the story it's a little bit just like we're gonna do man of steel and we're we'll just cast tom welling because you know screw it we're just gonna make sure that we have to make sure that superman is superman it's just like well no we already had that it wouldn't work so you have to put the story before the actor right so yeah they found three great Spider-Man actors. They can find a fourth. Mm-hmm. It's, it's time. It's time for Spider-Man to go back to his real home. <laughs> Sony. <laughs> you said it. Yes. I didn't. So I said it, and I if, meant it. If one of us is dead and the other isn't, yes. I didn't do it. <laughs> I don't. I don't care. I'm fine with it. But you know, it's time for him yeah. to go. It's time for a reboot. Uh, please, no more high school. I'm, 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 I'm burned out of high school Spider-Man. Put him in college. Have him be um, a little older. Maybe he's just 20s photojournalist for the Daily Beat. I'm just, I'm, I'm tired of high school Spider-Man. Yeah. I'm so sick of it. And seriously, can I just get something off my chest? Oh, sure. What was the point? They're doing this Spider-Man Far From Home movie where it takes place over summer vacation. Yeah. What was the point of making this whole freaking deal about putting Spider-Man back in the high school and you're going to waste that chance and use it during a freaking summer vacation movie? I mean, I personally also do um, have a little problem with the uh, whole Far From Home premise in that my whole defense of Spider-Man Homecoming was that it was him learning that he just wants to protect his neighborhood. Yeah, and then it's you're not. It gonna... just it feels like they're being too afraid of. Oh God, we're gonna be compared to Sam Raimi. We're gonna be compared. Oh my God. Yeah, and I I really had this confidence that they were going to do a different movie and then work back into more a more regular Spider-Man with like, I'm the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man now. I learned that because Tony Stark was here and he taught he taught me things. Don't you think though, when they own, when they made a whole big deal about we want to show Peter Parker in high school, that we only really have two movies left you can do that really. Yeah. If you think about, it, he's he'd be a sophomore now probably. Well, I mean, well. I don't I don't know when how I, old he was. Whenever <laughs> it was, it's just like really you only have two probably left. They wanted to do a trilogy, and they're wasting one on summer on summer vacation when. Yeah. Well, I if don't know. Wanted... At the same time, you're sick of him being in high school, and he's physically not in high school. But they made a whole big deal about like this whole reason we're going to reboot to put him back in high school, and now they're just going to be like, "Oh, we're going to do summer vacation," and it's just like, why? Why would you do that? Why wouldn't you wait until Spider-Man Four to do it, where he could be part of the Bugle, and then he has a reason to go? What if they just ditch that whole idea, and the next one is called Spider-Man Orientation, and he's going to college? Well, then it's I. <laughs> I just want I, I just wanted to I, throw up my I, ideas. I'm 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 done with this Spider-Man. I can't wait for Sony to get the rights. And you know that's fine. 
I'll keep I'll keep sending them letters uh, to tell them my ideas. Yes. I've got Spider-Man orientation. I've still got Spider-Man Spring Break. I pitched that idea. They didn't take it clearly. R-rated Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's sweating <laughs> and getting beer. What up? What up, Miami? I've got a uh, Spider-Man um, uh, hazing, which is takes place in a frat. Yes. Um, I've got no shortage of ideas. Yes. Spider-Man Far From Home. What a horrible title. <laughs> it doesn't flow that nicely. No. Uh, I th- I, I'm sick of them uh, always calling it home, because it's just like, he's home at Marvel. No. Ah. No, he's visiting. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, very good. Yes. Very good negativity to yeah. bridge us. Do we want to talk about a Spider-Man movie that looks good? Uh, sure. Sure. And I, uh, I think I've... Uh, seen you mention this before yeah, yeah. spider-man to the spider-verse people said it the more i hear about it, the more i'm excited about it now we've been hearing a lot of casting lately for the movie and there were three new casting bits one is that nicholas cage will voice spider-man noir which is a version of peter parker living in the 1930s wow so this whole thing is about how miles comes spider-man mentored by Peter Parker, and realizes, like, oh my god, I'm part of a whole multiverse. So, John Mulaney? Mulaney? I I don't remember. Well, boy, Spider-Ham. A parody version of a pig Spider-Man named Peter Porker. (laughs) (laughs) This can't be real. It is real. Go to Wikipedia. I know, it's real, but oh my gosh. Um... Spider Ham. He's finally coming to, to the Spider Ham. Spider Ham. He's coming to the big oh screen. Oh my gosh! He has a little face yes. on his snout. Yes. Oh, oh, this is too fresh. It's awesome. Did I, I see something called Hulk Bunny? Um. Oh man, Peter Porker, Spider Ham. <laughs> this is amazing. The spectacular. They should. It should be the spectacular. Porkular. I, I'm not a writer. Other characters, Mary Jane Water Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the equivalent. <clears throat> um, May is just pig. Is there a um, one for Wolverine? Uh, Hulk Bunny, Bruce Bunny, Captain America, um, Wolverine. Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Deadpool the duck. Deadpool dinosaur. Dogpool. Wow. Ant ham. <laughs> Ant fantastic ham. ham. They really just threw ham into everything in a way. Captain Hamerica. Pork grind is venom. <laughs> this is amazing. I'm sorry. Gray gopher. It wouldn't have felt complete to have a Spider-Verse movie without Spider-Ham, a.k.a the greatest hero in the whole Marvel multiverse, Peter Parker. You're completely right about that, but I do think it's funny that you uh, don't like going towards the silly, but (laughs) Spider-Ham is, I mean, and I agree that it is the greatest. I'm guessing it's just for a cameo, though. Yeah. yeah. So we also found out that um, Kamiko Glenn will voice Penny Parker, a girl with spider power. So kind of like, uh, I guess, if Peter Parker had been born a, a girl. Okay. 
So let's do some speculation now, okay? Ooh, we're good at this. Yes. It's always fun. <laughs> yeah. So we know Jake Johnson is voicing Peter Parker slash Spider-Man. Okay. Now here's my question. Now we know that it's going to follow a little bit of the Ultimate Universe where in Miles' universe, Peter, his Peter Parker dies. Yeah. So my question to you is, is he the Ultimate Universe version that dies? The real Marvel Universe Spider-Man who ends up mentoring him? Or both. So which canon are they going to tie it into? Which, he's voicing a Peter Parker slash Spider-Man. Yeah. Which one is it going to be? Is it going to be the real Spider-Man? Is it going to be the one from Miles' universe that dies? Or is he going to end up voicing both? Where, like, he'll mentor Miles, die, and then at the end, he'll meet the real Peter Parker, who's also voiced by... (sighs) I would have no idea. I, uh... Maybe not, maybe not the real. So, like, I guess the ultimate. Like, I I just didn't have to guess on this. <laughs> I'm gonna guess maybe he's voicing both. Okay. I'm gonna guess you'll see his Spider-Man die, and then Miles will meet the real Peter Parker, who is also voiced by him. Okay, I see that. So, is that, that makes sense though? I mean, it's both Spider-Man. Yeah. So, okay. So. Will we have a scene of the Tobey Maguire version, Andrew Garfield version, and Tom Holland version meeting each other? Even if they're not voiced by them, (laughs) although it would be great if they were, even if they're just hanging out together, just like having like a tea or something, you you can just draw the designs. Oh, it's like that. It's like that Spider-Man meme where they're pointing at each other. Yes, but it was three of them. Yes. Okay. Could we um, see a scene where they're all together? Do you think that they would steep that far, steep with tea, that far into... Well, maybe not tea, but... <laughs> well, it's a, good, it's a good pun nonetheless. Steep that far into fan service? Oh, yes, I do. You do? Multiple Spider-Men? Yeah. To be like, oh my god, that's my Spider-Man. Yeah. Son, that's your <laughs> Spider-Man! Billy, that's your Spider-Man! I'm gonna have to, um... I'm going to have to defer to, again, to your... I, I'd like to know your percent chance on this one. Percent chance? Yeah. How likely do you think this is? Oh, it, if they're voiced by or they're just silent in the background? I guess I guess both. Give me a percentage for both. For voiced by, I would say 30. Okay. For having them in the background, I will go 90. Really? So I, I'm that sure. You think that's okay? Yes. I would have gone low under fifty with both of them. So. Oh, I I <laughs> think I think they're gonna be there. I think I I forget that really uh, fan servicey like it's crazy the, stuff. It's the kind of thing you can do in a cartoon. You yeah, can't do in live action. That's what I was saying. The, the, a cartoon would do, they can do more stuff like that, and I forget that. So I <laughs> when I first hear these propositions, I get I'm like, no. But I forget <laughs> that yeah that does happen. Okay. So. <clears throat> Stan Lee has a cameo in every Marvel movie. Yes. May I suggest his cameo could be Spider Stan. <laughs> Spider Stan. It's you just Spider Ham, Spider Man, Spider Stan. Yes, it, it's just it's just a spy, it's just a version of Spider Man that's Stan Lee. I I fully support it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he he could just um you could just be like that old that old one and he rips off the mask. Excelsior! <laughs> yes. Okay, so this version of Spider-Man is going to have so many alternate versions. Yeah. If you could have one 
that just has like a little key role, even if just like a little quick cameo with a few lines. Any version of Spider-Man, what one would you want? Uh, wait. So, go back. What version would I want? Um, it just to have up? like a little, just to show up. Maybe have a few lines. If you could have a choice of any Spider-Man of all time, which would it well, be? if there's a ninety percent chance for all three of them <laughs> to uh, no, you gotta choose one. <laughs> Um, didn't you say there was recently you thought that Tobey Maguire was gonna voice yeah. uh, Spider-Man and it's not gonna happen, right? No. Um. So there, I'd want Tobey Maguire. You Tobey yeah, Maguire. I'd want him to get a shot. Yes. Yeah. Would you like to guess what mine would be? Probably Tobey Maguire. Right? Mine would be the '90s animated version. Oh, okay. Okay. Although if we're going live mean. action, sure. Yeah, I wasn't going there, but that makes sense. Yeah, that. Yes. I could, the voice back. Yeah, I mean he's he was the vo- voice in that horrible Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon. He wasn't Spider-Man. He was Electro, but. Oh. <laughs> oh, he did voice an alternate version of Spider-Man. Really? Yes, and you could tell how much of a better actor he was than Drake Bell. Oh, he 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 voiced an alternate version of Spider-Man in that. Uh, yeah. Series? <laughs> wow. And he did it with a British accent, too. And he's <laughs> like, oh, Chris, man, you need to do more. You need to be in a DC thing or something. Yeah. Hope, hopefully. Yes. Did you have a story you wanted to do? or uh, Is that all you got about, about Sp- Spider-Man? Spider-Man? We went from very low to yeah. very positive. I, uh, I'm saving some cool ones for last, kind of the things I was most excited to go into. <clears throat> um, gosh, where's this? This, I feel like I should save one of these for last. Oh yeah, this one, the one I'm, the one I really want, the one I'm just like this one Comic Con. Yeah. This was the announcement that mattered most. Yeah, maybe I will um, save that. Uh, this is something that I've I've known announced for a while uh, about a new TV show that's coming, um, and I'm particularly excited about it. Um, so, and you probably haven't even heard of this might be but this is something that when i saw i was like i i gotta watch all of this new these new deets um good omens uh is going to be a bbc series and then uh and also an amazon tv series i guess it's produced by both of them um good omens is going to be a tv show based on the book um good omens uh released in 1990 by uh terry pratchett and neil gaiman who I just mentioned, coincidentally, um, in one of the last episodes as the creator of the Sandman. Um, Yes, part of the reason I'm so excited for this, it's a great book, first of all, is that uh, uh, Terry Pratchett, co-author, who I discovered too recently, um, is honestly my favorite author and probably... Probably the thing I'm just most nerded out about lately is his Discworld series, and I've been thinking, like, just, if there could only be a good adaption of one of his works, and we're not getting that exactly, but we are getting, um, Good Omens, which, uh, is not in that series, but is is a great book, and it is very much his voice in it, um, and I'm really excited, because this is a... Um, BBC show, and it's f- directed by a guy who's directed some Sherlock episodes. Aren't BBC and- seasons BBC seasons usually really short? Yeah, like Sherlock has like three episodes yeah. per season. I don't know what they're gonna do. I, I kind of, 
I don't know if it's a mini... I mean, it's a book, so I mean, I can't go on forever, so maybe it's a mini-series, but I don't know. I don't have that information. But I kind of like their uh, long episodes. I've seen I've seen some of Sherlock, and I, I thought it was really good. Um, but yeah, it's directed by a guy who's done um, some Sherlock, and basically what I'm thinking, like, a lot of these BBC shows... Oh, yeah, and it's also starring um, David Tennant, uh, who was previously a, a, a doctor um, on Doctor Who, and um, Michael Sheen, I think his name is. Yeah, so with um, all of that power behind it, and because a lot of these BBC shows have such like dedicated, like hardcore nerd fan bases, yes. I'm really hoping... What I'm more excited for, I'm excited for the show, because it's, it's a great book, and I want to see it. I think it has some good actors in it it's a really clever funny i mean basically the plot is um it's kind of a comedy book in a way but it's basically about um there's angels and demons uh in angels and demons are real in this in particular book and um the uh demon crowley and the angel aziraphale live on earth and they have not lived with their respective demons and angels for a very long time and as a result they've found that after all these years they have like more in common with each other than demons and angels and uh also um there is the issue that the end of the world is soon and the antichrist is is missing because there was a mix-up in the um (laughs) In the hospital where the Antichrist was born, the babies got switched up. <laughs> so the Antichrist is missing, and the end of the world's coming soon. The end is nigh, and they have to figure it out. This um, reminded me of something from The Simpsons. Yeah. It, it's like from a Treehouse of Horror episode from season eight. So do you have Xfinity? Uh, I used to. I just I don't anymore as oh. of recently. Well, because on FX, well, do you get FXX? I don't think so, but I maybe I didn't oh. check. I'm not because sure. if you have FXX, you can go like on Apple TV or iPad or something and watch every episode of Simpsons ever. Oh, really? So there's like an episode where um, it's like a Halloween special, so they're out of continuity. Where Bart has a, like an evil twin, like because the left they were uh, conjoined twins, and the left twin is always evil. Oh. So they separated, and Hugo, who was the brother, was locked up in the attic, and Bart got to live the normal life. And then Hugo tried to escape, and so him and Bart back together. And then uh, Dr. Hibbert stopped him, and then he's just like, um, isn't it always funny how the left twin is always the evil one? <laughs> Wait a minute. Hugo's scar's on the wrong side. <laughs> that must mean the evil one always has been Bart. And then they all look at it, and he's just like, oh, don't be surprised. And then fast forwards <laughs> to Thanksgiving, where they're all having turkey, and Hugo's just like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and Bart's just like, can I have some turkey? And Marge is just like, maybe after you eat your fish heads, your bucket of fish heads. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, because um, he's, like, in the act or something, and they closed the vent where he was speaking through. Oh. <laughs> it was awesome. That oh just, gosh. that just, the Antichrist just reminded me of that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a really funny and clever story. But anyway, I guess my last point about it is, like, I'm excited for the show, but what I'm really excited for is if this gets the same like sort of fan base with the uh, with the connections, 
to BBC, Doctor Who, Sherlock, if it gets that kind of dedicated fan base, I'm really hoping the future looks bright and we get like one of these things that is long overdue for like an ad- uh, an adaption like The Sandman, which has not appeared. It, it, it's a great comic series that would be great in, in an adaption, whether it's a movie or whatever. Well, and, if it's Sandman, it'd probably have to be done by Warner Brothers. Yes, that, yes, that is the case. So if if you know if Neil Gaiman, if there's a surge in you know wanted his works adapted, like Stephen that could King. happen. Yes, something After like it. that. And then I'm super. It would be super awesome if uh, a, a Terry Pratchett work got a proper dad because there are adaptions of some Discworld books, which is like a, a comic fantasy series. Um, but I've I haven't seen them because I don't want to ruin my view of those books. <laughs> but I've not heard amazing things. They don't have a high budget or any like actors that anyone recognize. Like I haven't heard the greatest things. And there's also some animated one versions that are super cheap looking. Like <laughs> I've I've started watching a couple of the animated Discworld movies, and it's it looks practically like <laughs> an animation from like a like a, a 90s computer game or like an <laughs> educational animation like it's pretty oh. bad <laughs> so we, we we had recently talked about spider-man yeah so what you asked you know what they did something in college so i i, I would like to answer okay i'd like to answer yeah. the, but i do have two questions is john watts still directing uh john watts directing what or you said like what they do like a third movie where he, he goes to college I see what you're saying. Is John um, Watts still directing, or is it a soft <coughs> reboot like Ragnarok? Hey, I mean, uh, no Marvel series has had all three. Don't yet. jinx it. <laughs> <laughs> if that's the first one, it'll be very bad for you. Oh but, my god. But yes, I. It, um, I'll I'll say for your sake, no, he's not he's not directing. Is Ned gone? <laughs> uh, he goes to a different college. It's okay. an easy way to write him off. Yes, easy way. And it can be like an emotional thing at the end of Far From Home. They'd have to write it in. They're like, bye, Ned. And then you don't even have to watch that movie. No. So they'll put it at the end of that. And then it's like he wasn't there. Yes. It's like he never existed. <laughs> yep. Then maybe, sure. <laughs> like, the only way I would want Spider-Man to still be in the MCU is if, like, the Russo brothers direct it. Yeah. And it's a soft reboot of him in college. And yeah, we have the familiar characters... Like, yeah. the real MJ instead of someone who just has the initials. Yeah. Uh, how do you... In Spider-Man Homecoming... I'm pretty sure at this point you probably just hate all of it, but how do you feel about, like, the neighborhood's interactions with Spider-Man? Um, because personally, that's some of the comedy that works better for me in that movie. Well, like, we're, we're just like, do the flip! I, well, I guess there's that guy. But that guy kind of has a funny voice. And I think that's funny. Like, he's what, so enthusiastic. Mean, it reminds me of the guy who's like, hey, he stole that guy's pizza. Like, it's kind of like that, where the, the neighborhood has funny interactions with Spider-Man. Well, it's, but it's a little bit like they're giving him, they're making it so that they just love Spider-Man. And it's just like, that's not what it's supposed to be. It's just like, we have that already with Iron Man stuff. Like, Spider-Man is just like the guy who struggles with it. Yeah. I, and part of it is, like, he still does it even though, you know, he still gets yeah. heckled. I guess what I was kind of going for in saying that is that I would still think there's potential to work in comedy into a Spider-Man movie if you did something like 
not like necessarily that they love them, but that if you have funny interactions with I people. think you can do like funny like I liked the part where um he accidentally webs the guy and he's like, Hey, that's my car Yeah. If you yeah. if you sign like that, but just like where they're just like the guy's like, Yeah, Spider Man just like No <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I guess I was I was kind of more remembering the the Stanley cameo part where there's people poking out of the windows, um, n- like not that that's like hilarious, but I just thought that was kind of a, a bright sunny part of the, the movie. I, I just there's so much it just feels like it's missing. If it, it honestly feels <clears throat> like this movie's just young Tony Stark. Yeah, I can see it. And I'm not interested in young Tony Stark. <laughs> I already have an older Tony Stark. Now it just feels redundant. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I'll try and uh, send my ideas to uh, to Marvel Studios, uh, to Feige himself, and I'll try and get I'll try and get that movie made. Here's a, here's one question to ask. How much longer do you think Feige will stay at Marvel? Because Has he shown any interest in leaving? I don't know. But it's just like after a while, it's like you want to try and do something else. Like it's True. a little bit like. Brian Michael Bendis, who is arguably the second most important writer at Marvel after Stan Lee, he did it all at Marvel. And now yeah. Feige will have done everything at Marvel once you know he does Fantastic Four and X-Men with Phase 4. I gotta feel like eventually he's gonna look at like DC or Star Wars and be like, you know, I need a new challenge. Like, there's only so much you can do in your safe zone before the work kind of starts to suffer. And I feel like he's just like, I need to do something new. I need a new challenge. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I guess that often with creators, it it's easy to feel like that that you want to move on to new things. But there's a lot of thing. There's a lot of different tones and direct. You have so much to work with in Marvel. I don't know. I, I mean, know, but he's been doing it for um, ten years now. Yeah, I mean. There's always a possibility that it'll move off. I would see that mostly happening if there is any dip, like you're predicting, in um, the interest in new Marvel movies. Then he might be like, "Well, it, this has run its course." But I, don't I, don't I think if there is a dip, he might try to want to try and save it. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. I, did you have some thought that he might like not? Well, there much ever longer. since like um, Brian Michael Bendis left, because he just he went to a muse he was he's done it all at Marvel, and then he went to like a Superman exhibit thing. He's just like that's like, and he's just like, I need something new to do. I need a new challenge. Yeah, I see. So yeah, I guess there's always a possibility. I guess then, so. Yeah, boy, we really lots traveled of, just lots now. of non Comic Con. Yes, and that. And, you know, the funny thing is, is that I don't think I actually mentioned the actual what was announced at Comic-Con about Good Omens, <laughs> which is basically that they just showed a production trailer um, talking about what the series was. Um, and again, I'm ex- I'm excited for the future, and not just for that show, but for um, what that might mean for some other things that I really yes. care about and really nerd out about. So... There you go. Yes. Do you? Do you? I'm sure there's more we're dying yes. to get into we'll, here. We'll try to breeze through, guys. <sighs> that rabbit hole, man. Jeez. If we have to, it could be quadology, but that'd just be so long. Strain on the voice. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. I'll quickly just go through these comic things real quick, and then if you have any thoughts, you can say something. Yeah. So, 
Marvel Knights is returning for its 20th anniversary. So, Marvel launched the line in 1999 and took lesser-known characters like Daredevil, Black Panther, and Punisher and paired them with great and popular writers like Brian Michael Bendis and Kevin Smith. So, they had that line <coughs> with lesser-known characters. Yeah. And now they're bringing it back for its 20th anniversary, so... Amazing. Yes. Aquaman will be given his version of Batman Year One, written by Kelly Sue Duconic. It will re-examine Aquaman and his character, who, uh, like feeling abandoned by his mother, and he will have amnesia and have to figure out who he is again. Really? That's so. It feels like this is kind of like a good way. Like if you go see Aquaman and you're just more curious, yeah, this could be the jumping-on point to get into the Aquaman comics. That's really, really good idea and exciting. I'm pretty sure they did a similar thing with Wonder Woman where they did Wonder Woman year one around the... Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, no, that was a year before Wonder Woman. But it's Vaguely close enough. the same yeah. time. Yeah. It was after BVS, so... Yeah. If you wanted to read it and just spoil it for everyone. <laughs> and Batman will get his classic suit again in comics. So in 2011, when DC rebooted, they redesigned the characters' costumes and Superman and Batman lost their trunks. Superman got his again a few months ago, and now Batman will get his again. And I'm just wondering, after the DCEU, is this a sign to show fans who might have just been like felt so disappointed in the DCU that these are still the characters that you grew up loving, like George Reeves, Chris Reeve, Dean Cain, Adam West. Those guys all had the trunks. So yeah, I do think that they might want to show the hardcore dedicated comic book fans that they still care about the characters just like you said yeah i think i think that's true a lot of people really uh have memories of that suit and probably wanted it back yes <laughs> didn't bring back the yellow oval but yeah i like that yellow yellow yeah. oval but it's, what can you do sound like some people don't like it because it's from this i guess some people like think it's from the 60s show oh it would did it ever appear before that? It kind of appeared at like the same time. Okay, but it's just like it's so iconic. Like it's from Adam West. It's from the yeah. Burton movies. From the animated series. Yeah, I mean, I, I like I said, I just saw Mask of the Phantasm for the first time, and the 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 signal was plastered upon the clouds with the yellow background. Yeah, it was very yellow. Yes. I think of it as iconic in more ways than just the Adam I think show. it's, um, yeah, I think it's more iconic. Yeah. The yellow, oh, so Jeff Johns, who we've talked about a lot in this trilogy, mm -hmm. is writing the Green Lantern Corp movie, and John says it will celebrate the mythology and reinvent it. He's also, remember when he was going to write, co-write the Batman of Ben Affleck? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Those were, those were the days. <laughs> those were the days when we thought a thing might happen. Yeah. Okay, guys, we have kind of a uh, mm, topic to talk about. Really? Yeah. Aquaman trailer. Shazam trailer. Wonder Woman. Footage for that. Yeah, for those lucky people who were there. So? But? Something's missing. No Batman or Superman movie info. Yeah. So, before we get into it, were you... I, I mean, I, I was surprised that we had nothing about Batman or Superman. Were you surprised at all? Or I, I guess I'm really surprised that there's absolutely nothing. Like, no announcements, no information. I, I don't, can't say I was necessarily expecting a trailer, 
But I was expecting a release date for both of them. Yeah, I guess that's what I mean. Like something, like some kind of sign that it's happening. Yeah, that's what I was expecting. So, yeah, nothing is not a good sign. So I have this question to ask, multiple questions to ask. Yeah. Will Matt Reeves the Batman ever happen? I'm going to say no. This movie's never going to be I don't made. think so. I think if you didn't announce it at Comic-Con, then I just don't... <laughs> is it happening? Like, no. I mean, it's been a while. Snyman, it's been over a year and a half and there's no script. Yeah. I just, I don't see it ever happening. Will there be a sequel to Man of Steel? Because uh... right now we have to assume it's a little bit still... In the DCEU. Will there ever be a, a Man of Steel 2? I mean, I would almost feel like that's less likely than the Batman happened. I would say that too. I think as long as the DCEU continues, there's not yeah. going to be... Like, I would... A, another Superman. Yeah, I, I could see the Batman coming out way towards the end as it's dying and it's their last-ditch effort more than this ever happening. All right. Will there be another Superman movie in the next 10 years? I'm going to also go with no on that. <laughs> I, I, I so. wish there was, but I don't think there will be. Yeah. Will we see Superman next in a movie or TV show? Uh, I could see if he's not going to be in a movie for a long time that he, he could find a place on television. I could see him having a home on the CW starring uh, Tyler yeah. Hoechlin. Yeah. All right. DC didn't announce a slate like they did last time. Remember when we talked about all these movies like Flashpoint right. that, and yeah. Nightwing that we now are just like, well, that's never going to happen. Mm-hmm. DC didn't show a slate, and we don't know what's happening beyond 2019. Are they saving Batman Superman info until they can announce a reboot without hurting the upcoming DCEU films like Aquaman Shazam? Are they waiting yeah. just like, we'll announce it until we know the announcement wouldn't hurt yeah. those movies? I guess, I mean, it's possible. I actually also kind of wonder if they feel like they have a luxury to not announce these things yet, since Marvel also doesn't have a ton of announcements yeah. in the future, as I realized today. Um, so they they have a bit of a luxury to be a little, hard to hold their cards a little closer to the chest, but... Um, are there even any cards? Are they blank cards? I don't know. There, <laughs> I really hope that there's something going on with Batman or Superman. Yeah. And last <clears throat> question before we can move on to one of yours. All right. We have this Joker movie that starts filming in September. Yes. Will Batman be in it? I mean... I don't know. It would... I mean, like... Are they bold enough to recast Batman? Because like it's not going to be Ben Affleck, or like I mean, as, as we've discussed. Well, many it time, wouldn't be Ben Affleck no matter what, because this isn't DC, the Joker is movie is um, outside of DCU and it's going to start Walking Phoenix instead of Jared Leto. Right. It has nothing to do with the DCEU. Okay. Uh, I can't. I don't feel like I have much of a logic behind it, but I f- almost feel like no. Especially because, I mean, like, Venom is not going to have Spider-Man. Maybe that's the attitude for these villain movies. But, like, 
Batman's such a part of Joker's origin. Yeah, I was and saying, unlike Venom, yeah. where like part of this deal, they're not allowed to use Spider-Man. Yeah, which is why they made the deal now. <laughs> I think they might regret a little. Yeah, but it's just like it's Warner Brothers, and just like I, I can't imagine they'll want to play with the Joker toy and not want the other one. Yeah, I guess I'm mostly trying to not get my hopes up, but like I, re- I really can't imagine Batman not like. What's the Joker without going against Batman? It's a little bit like, what's the point without him? Yeah. Even if it's just, like, for a few scenes, it's just... Yeah. I don't know. Some people think the Joker's just really cool, and they like to see him, but I would hope Batman would be in it. Especially because I don't think that Matt Reeves movie's ever going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So, did you have a story? So, um, I'll, I'll bring out another, uh, big one, um... Something I really wanted to talk about. Um, and it might be one of my last ones, if not my last one. Uh, so we're getting there. We're getting yes. through stuff. We're coming close to the end. Similarly to um, how we did not, sadly, actually get to see the footage shown of Wonder Woman 1984. Same goes for It Chapter 2, um, which had a panel... Uh, or at least had, it had it had some footage shown at uh, Comic Con, uh, which was uh, mostly some on sets of uh, actors filming various shots, but you could kind of see the scenes happening regardless uh, and get an idea for it, even though they weren't showing final scenes from it. But um, so. Um, what they showed was, uh, first of all, um, it showed the adult versions of the Losers Club and their counterparts, which... Uh, <laughs> the Losers Club. Yeah, it's, that's, it's a good name. Uh, so, as we have the full casting now, which is uh, James McAvoy as Bill, Jessica Chastain as Beverly, Bill Hader as Richie, um, Isaiah Mustafa as Mike, uh, Jay Ryan as Ben, James Ranstone as Eddie, and Andy Bean as Stanley. Um, oh, this reminds me, so remind me when we're done. I have a casting thing for an old movie that is so crazy, I wonder if it could have worked. Really? So, like, yes. a, a movie that didn't actually happen? A movie that did happen, but we replaced this actor with this actor. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Um... So, uh, they showed some footage of the uh, Adult Losers Club reuniting at a restaurant years after the events of Chapter 1. So, it it takes place 27 years after, as in the book. Um, And uh, Bill Hader, as a Richie, asks the group what they'd like to talk about. So, it was just a little tease. Um, This did make me think that... um, I read the book after seeing the movie, because I was such a fan of the, the first movie. And I feel like they uh, took a lot of role away from the character of Mike. And uh, since uh, Richie as a character is kind of taking the the lead in this footage they showed, I do hope that that doesn't mean they're still not giving... Like, Mike is really major. As adults, especially in the book, Mike is practically the main character. Like, he really has a lot... The most real estate in the book for, like, dialogue and parts from his perspective. So I really hope they uh, give him more shine 
if it doesn't have to be completely true to the books. I'm not a stickler for that, but that's one thing I do hope comes of it. Um, then they also sewed some sewed show. Huh, it's been a long podcast. Yeah, I can't say the word showed some footage. Um, that showed uh, the uh, young versions, the child versions of the Luigi Club in the movie. They're going to be in this part too. They're going to see. There's going to be flashbacks. So, um, and they d- and they did get to see, and I'm envious, uh, some new uh, bits of uh, on-set footage of Bill Skarsgård back as Pennywise. But yes, one of my most anticipated movies. That it comes out be, next year. It'll be next September, I believe. So I've still got a long, long time to wait. Um, Just as well as people in Hall H. <laughs> it sounds like. It sounds horrible to try and get into Hall H. Yeah, does it? <laughs> like, you can't be out for, like, all day hoping to try and get into a panel. My gosh. Yeah, I, even from smaller events, trying to get into, like, a panel or an event of the day is not necessarily a fun endeavor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. It Chapter 2. It Chapter 2. It's happening. It is it happening. It is happening. It is coming. Huh. They have filmed. Mm-hmm. Is, so, are you more excited than you were for the first one, or? Uh, well, I honestly, I I had like no expectations for the first so one. It was part it of what snuck made up it, on you. It, it, it snuck up on me so hard. Where I was just, I just went to the first one because it, it was like I was invited, and I was just like, mm, okay. I mean, like to me, like so many horror movies have these, and I had never read the book before. Like, you know, you get a horror movie and it's like, and there's a spooky doll and you just (laughs) expect it to be some dumb movie that's just trying to scare you. And that's kind of what I was expecting. And yeah, yeah, it was my favorite movie of that year. Um, So So had you not been invited, do you think you would have seen it? Or were you planning to see it? I probably would have seen it, but... I probably wouldn't have seen it opening weekend like I did. I probably would have waited a bit. Um, and I wasn't following, like, all the trailers coming out. Like, I was just like, another movie remake. <laughs> uh, and I didn't realize that this completely blows the uh, original miniseries out of the water, in my opinion. <laughs> I would think, I would hope most people think that, but, um, but yeah. And, um... I was a little because I think the first one was so good. At at first, I was a little like wary. Like before any casting announcement or anything were made, I was like, part of the thing that was fun about the first one was it was such a good cast of kid actors. Like just so solid. Like I'm always weary about kid actors, but they were perfect in that movie. (laughs) So good at delivering comedic lines and being scared, which is really the two things that movie had. Yeah. (laughs) And so I was like, different. Like. I mean, w- w- I'm not getting that again. But mm. turns out they're going to be there in flashbacks, and I like this casting of the adult actors. Yes. It's pretty good casting, so I'm properly excited now. So there you go. But I couldn't be there in Hall H. No, a lot of people couldn't. They had to camp out. <laughs> yes. Yes. Was that it? Is that all your stories, or I have like I have something that I don't need to bring up. Oh, I could okay. I could quickly say it because um, it's again an easy transition because it's also has to do with uh, Stephen King uh, works, and that's that. Um, 
It's actually a little less less relevant now, but they they showed the premiere, the pilot of the show Castle Rock at uh, Comic Con, um, which is a show with producer J.J. Abrams. Oh, he's set that? in set in uh, Castle Rock, Maine, which is a fictional town invented by Stephen King. And it's basically like a Stephen King universe show, even though it's not um, an adaption of any particular book. It's like a new story, but it's set in the same universe. So you'll see familiar um, locations like Shawshank Prison from like Shawshank Redemption. And um, I, I watched like half of the first episode because that one's like free, but it's like a Hulu show other than that. Oh, it's already um, out. They were oh, they released the first three episodes, so it's a little less. Re- this new it's a little less oh, okay. new because they have now. But they sh- they premiered the first episode at Comic Con, um, and had a panel and it. Oh, I remember when DC premiered two pilots at Comic Con. Oh yeah, and I was just like, <laughs> oh my god, because you want to take a guess what the two pilots were? When was it? Twenty fourteen. Of uh, shows, yeah. So I don't know, like the Gotham was maybe one. Yes, and I don't know, Arrow. Close. I, I, I just had to guess. Um, Flash. Yes. Oh, those wow. were the two things That's I was big. waiting for all summer. Just like they got to see them. <laughs> oh my yeah. god! And you don't get to. Oh, but yeah, this uh, Castle Rock series. From what I started, it seems pretty good, and it does have um, some. Uh, some of the cast in it is also of uh, yeah, of the history of Stephen King adaptations because Bill Skarsgård pl- is a character in it. Whoa. Um, who played Pennywise, or It, and uh, Spissy... Uh, <laughs> I can't talk today. Sissy Spacek, who played Carrie in the movie Carrie, is also in it. So they're really trying to like make something... like Since we're in this era of Stephen King adaptions <laughs> being really popular, they really made a show... Uh, all for those people. I'm excited to watch all of it. Do you think that the original Pennywise could show up? It's really a mystery to me at this point uh, how tied in it's going to be. Like, I've heard that there's like Easter eggs and references to stuff. Like, I've heard there's a reference to the dog Cujo from the book Cujo. Um, <laughs> but I don't know if they're like going to straight up show past characters. Like, I mean, I- could the original actor come back? Oh, I see. You mean Tim Curry? Yeah. Um, uh, I, th- I think I don't think he's currently acting. I think he's kind of pretty old. Well. Um, interestingly enough, uh, bringing back something that we just referenced, um, Tim Curry does the audiobook readings of a series of unfortunate events. What? It's <laughs> awesome. It, it is sounds awesome. awesome. That's I, I haven't even heard it, but now I want to hear it. <laughs> it's it, it is awesome. Um. But yeah, I'm not sure, and it's it, at the same time. It's also it's it's J.J. Uh, Abrams. I mean, he doesn't direct it, as far as I know. He just he's a producer. But there's a bit of that, um, uh, you know, there's a bit of unnecessary mystery in it. Yes, which can be cool. But yes. uh, so I really know very little about this so far, but <laughs> it's exciting. And uh, another thing I did not get to see in person. That's the that is the very last thing. That is the very that last I have thing for us on um, this trilogy. Yes. Well, oh, I remember I was going to ask you about this 
casting idea I had. Yeah. So, I was thinking about Batman versus Superman. Thinking about how great Ben Affleck is and Gal Gadot. Yet thinking how horrible Jesse Eisenberg is. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, you know, if they're going to do a comedic Lex Luthor, why can't they get someone who acts in comedy? And I thought of someone... Like, imagine them in Batman versus Superman, okay? okay. That Lex Luthor, okay? Yeah. Maybe I'm the only one who could think this could possibly okay. work. I'm excited to know. Okay? Everyone on will... If, if they announced this, everyone would have freaked out and be like, what? Yeah. But I, I, I don't know. There's some part of me that just imagines it like it could work. Yeah. Re- are you ready? I am. Okay. You, you you might be like, what are you thinking? How could you think that could possibly work? I'm just like, I don't know. If I think of that version of Lex that they're going for, I think yeah. he could pull it off. Okay. Okay. What if in Batman vs. Superman, <laughs> Lex Luthor had been played by Rain Wilson? <laughs> oh, oh, gosh. Would they shave his head? Yes. That, I actually think that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Just thinking about that version of Lex Luthor. Oh, gee. Like, in a way, it's like you could almost see him being, like, Dwight-ish and it would work. But at the same, it would be like they wouldn't want people to just see Dwight. Yeah. Um, That is really... um, Isn't there even a joke in The Office where he says he, like... He like quotes or say, like. Looks oh, he up says to Lex something. He's just like um, as Lex Luthor said yeah. to his to um said, "Dad, you have no idea what I'm capable of." And right. Michael goes, and "Yeah, that's from Superman, Smallville." Smallville. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Uh, so there you go. He actually quotes yes. Lex Luthor <laughs> in the show. I mean, we have a little bit of it. <laughs> yeah, and there's a take. Like I, I genuinely, I can see it. <laughs> I think I, it could have worked. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, let's talk about the CW shows. All right. All right. So, so here's a list of 20 new superhero Five shows. Okay, shows. Five. Only four of them really had info. Okay. One of them, six-minute trailer at Comic-Con, all footage from season one. Oh. <laughs> all right, so first one we'll talk about is Supergirl. So Supergirl is going to adapt the Red Sun storyline. Now, what is Red Sun? Well... It's an Elseworlds story about what if, when Superman came to Earth, instead of landing in America, what if he had landed in the Soviet Union? What would the world be like instead? Oh, wow. So <laughs> it, it looks like something will happen through time travel or whatever, where Kara's ship, instead of landing where in the United States, it will have landed in the Soviet Union. So, And they did have a little bit of that, where she lands, she wakes up, and she's just like, in the Soviet Union, so... Okay. We're going to get a classic Superman storyline that we wouldn't have in a wow. movie. That does uh, raise the question how uh, insanely... Uh, um, I don't know if I want to say lucky, but basically just, like, lucky that Superman didn't just land in the middle of the ocean. Just absolutely in the middle of nowhere. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he would have he just... Um, my God, he could have been, like, the ruler of Atlantis. He could have fought yeah. Arthur. They could have been BFFs. Yeah, they could have. Yes. Also, Smallville alum Sam Witwer, who played Doomsday in Smallville, will play Agent Liberty, leader of a hate group that supports human first world order. 
So it sounds like he will be kind of like the main villain of the yeah. season. And Dreamer from Legion of Superheroes will appear as the first transgender superhero. So it's a... I, I couldn't find a lot about the character. It's a little lesser known character. But what was the character? A Dreamer from Legion oh. of Superheroes. Cool. So yeah, Legion of Superheroes is... It's usually Superman, but in the show it's Supergirl. It's a... It's a group of superheroes from the 30th century that were inspired by Superman, well, in the show Supergirl. Like, she inspired that group of heroes to kind of form their own team. I see. So they're from the 30th century. So, okay. So they're, they could be in the, in the, 90, in the, 19, the 2990s. Is that the right century? Is that, I don't know. <laughs> I think it's the 2900s. Something. But they, they have... They, they did show up, um, Dreamer didn't show up, but they did have some characters show up last season on Supergirl. And they also showed up in an episode of Smallville. Okay. Which, I believe, was written by Jeff Johns. To, really? It all to comes back to, to Jeff Johns. To bring it up again. I know, this thing was just becoming like a Jeff Johns <laughs> just love fest podcast. We should do a special episode. Yes, a special sure. episode. Yeah. Jeff published the Batman script. And Manchester Black from the Superman storyline, What's So Funny About True Justice and the American Way will appear. So that was a storyline that was kind of like a response to like darker characters like Punisher and stuff who were actually like killing characters. And it's a little bit about, they did an anime movie on it called Superman vs. the Elite where it's about how they are using like violent force and like they're they're actually killing their bill their victims and Superman's just like no stop we have to be above that so that was cool I think that we'll probably see that storyline adapted into Supergirl and Brainiac Five who's a member of the Legion of Superheroes a descendant of the Superman villain Brainiac so Superman Brainiac they're enemies. But his mm-hmm. descendant from the future, Brainiac 5, will be a main character on the show. Oh, wow. And the comics, he's a love interest for Supergirl. So, wow. Um, if her cousin hears about that, he, probably, he might not be happy about that. <laughs> so, I have this question. So, besides hearing all about... So, what are your thoughts about hearing all that? As someone who's never watched Supergirl, what are your thoughts uh, about all of these yeah, storylines? I was actually just thinking, like, every time... Every time you mention a storyline or like plot thread that existed from a comic, I'm just like, oh, a lot goes on in comics. Yes. Like, how do you even get there? Like, you, you have, you know, like Brainiac being a love interest, waking up in Soviet Union. Like, it's yes. just, it's wow. And then of of all things, they choose to adapt that, and, and not that it's bad, but that it's just like. I didn't know that this existed. Yes, <laughs> it's such a such a story. Yes, and a, a bold move to choose for the plot they're going with. And sounds well, it sounds like it's not going to be the whole season. It could be yeah, like just, just the first few episodes. Yeah. I think I think it sounds exciting. All right, so here's the question we must ask: Will Superman appear this season? Mm, the big question. The big one. Tyler Hoechlin, Superman. Will he appear this um, season? I mean, it would probably be the right time since, as we discussed, we don't think there's going to be more Superman in movies. Yeah. Uh, it would be the right time. I read something online today <coughs> about 
I don't, I don't know if it's true or not. Maybe I should have checked it, but I, we're so long into the show now. <laughs> um, which, I, by the way, I should shut this off. But I read online that one of the upcoming episodes will be called Man of Steel. Really? Yes. So, it's not as much of a title like if they had, if it had been called Superman Returns. That's a pretty big yeah, giveaway. Yeah, that's, that's a lot more of a giveaway. But... So... What else could it mean? It's called Man of Steel. I mean, that's a, it's a little bit like... I could see the Gotham... I would love for the Gotham finale to be called The Dark Knight. That would be great. Yeah, be amazing. So, I'm hoping... He wasn't in uh, last season, but... there During last season, we had a movie coming out. So maybe, because there, um, it's a season where there's not a movie coming out, maybe we can have... That's kind of what I'm thinking. Is that that's kind of what I mean by happening at the right time, Um, because you know there might not be more Henry Cavill, so yeah, they have a chance to bring him in. Was there? I'm I'm guessing not since you're saying this, but there's not like some weird contractual thing where they can't like in the same way that they can't use Batman, uh, or or like I I mean you know like. Or more like they can't use Spider-Man in Venom. Like, there's no weird usage No, issues. it's basically Warner Brothers doesn't want... They don't want it where you can watch Superman at home for free and not go to the movies. Okay. If they, tr- if they know deep down that they're not going to do more Superman in movies, then I don't see why not. And they I, should. I think he has a chance. Yeah. <clears throat> and it should... He was in three episodes, and he was great in all of them, so mm. hopefully. And, yeah. you know, if not, then at least Flash kind of has that role of being a mentor to yeah. to uh, Kara. Okay, Legends of Tomorrow. John Constantine will be a regular this season. Really? John Constantine, who does, like, magic and stuff like that, he has own show Constantine on NBC in 2015 that got canceled. And then a few years later, he guest starred on Arrow, and now he's going to be a series regular. So in a way, Constantine fans weren't a lot of you because you didn't watch the show, but <laughs> you're getting basically, essentially, a new season of Constantine with this. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And you know, I wasn't a fan of the Constantine show. I've seen a few episodes, but I really do like seeing him on Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. And unfortunately, Wally West says Kid Flash will be leaving both shows, but says he'll be he'll return as a guest star. So. Wish he was still saying, but at least he'll come as a guest star. Yeah. And besides uh, time travel, the legends will deal with the supernatural. So that's a nice way to have John Constantine on oh, the show. True. So, yeah, I'm sure you've never heard of John Constantine or the Legends of Tomorrow, so. Uh, I mean, I've heard of it, but I, ha- <laughs> I don't know anything about them. Okay. <laughs> um, unfortunately, there's this. Um, it got super jokey at the end. Oh. Of la- like overall, last season was good until like the last three episodes became like it felt like a really bad sitcom. And hopefully, it doesn't go that way again. Yeah, they had this one character they introduced called Gary. Well, every moment on screen was awful. <laughs> so it's just like, and it sounds like he's going to be back this season. It's just like, let's tone it down a little bit, guys. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Black Lightning. The villain Khalil Payne says Painkiller will be a series regular. That's all we have. Oh. Told us nothing about season two. 
that was a show that gave the six-minute preview of nothing but clips of season one. Oh, yeah. So it made me want to go buy season one again. So, yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Last two CW shows. These are the big two. Okay. All right, The Flash. Last season on The Flash, a mysterious girl showed up in a few episodes. At the end of the season, we learned that she is actually Barry Allen and Iris West Allen's daughter from the future. In the trailer, we see that she feels she made a mistake going back in time, and Barry is worried that she can Marty McFly herself out of existence, and she should be with her parents, which is them in the future. And there's also something that the daughter, who's named Nora, isn't telling her parents... And in the show, Barry, Iris, and Ralph will return to their careers as CSI reporter and detective because they all kind of got fired last year and kind of made the sh- episodes drag a little bit. Where it's just <laughs> like um, they're just hanging out at, at, by a computer waiting for crime to happen. Yeah. And uh, the villain will be Cicada, a grizzled blue-collar everyman whose family has been torn apart by metahumans, and he sees the rise of metas as an epidemic and seeks to exterminate them one by one. So, you know, The Flash has been criticized for th- for the first three seasons where they were the villains were all speedsters. It's nice how, like season four, we're going to get a different type of villain. So uh, yeah. Anything about the the Flash uh, show it sounds like a cool villain. Yes, I I would also agree that that sounds more exciting. Having never seen this show, I can see how having just other speedsters would be kind of a yes. boring villain idea. It was cool the first time. Okay, all there was a twist for the season three one that I really liked. All right, uh, so the villains get my approval, which is all they needed. My yes. approval. They were just waiting, and they're just like, guys, we can form the Legion of Doom now. There's one host on an internet <laughs> podcast show that I uh, just need their approval. Yes. And they got it. So, last show from the CW's Arrow. And during last season, Oliver Queen was exposed as Green Arrow. Again. Because <laughs> they just keep repeating storyline. And the season ended with Oliver being arrested for being a vigilante. And the trailer shows Oliver in prison and getting into fights, including old, with um, other inmates, including old villains. And Oliver's allies want to continue his work as the Green Arrow, but Star City has banned vigilantes. And there's also a new vigilante in Green Arrow-looking suit, which kind of mm. makes you think, oh, is it his old sidekick who's coming back as a series regular? Mm. And if someone's dressing up as Green Arrow, is this a way how Oliver's going to have a secret identity again? Yeah. So, um... The sidekick actor Roy Harper, actor Colton Haynes, says that the new showrunner, Beth Schwartz, is going back to what made the show work in the beginning. So she's going back to what made the show work in seasons one and two. So, once again, someone who's never watched Arrow <laughs> anything uh, sound interesting. Um, well, a, a sidekick would be a cool addition if that comes to fruition. Well, he is coming back. It's confirmed. Oh, confirmed. Okay. He's going to be series well, regular then- again. That is that is definitely cool. I you know I feel sidekicks have gone to the wayside in almost all like when when's the last time there was a proper sidekick? Well, in a TV series or movie. Well, in the MCU, you have um, War Machine, you have Falcon, Bucky. Okay, I guess I'm thinking. I guess I didn't think of them as true and true sidekicks, and it completely skipped my mind. But I suppose <laughs> you are right in those being sidekicks. Um, cause I think of a little scrappy, like, like Robin oh, yeah. sidekick, but he's I mean, like completely different. Arrow basically gave us the Batman and yeah. Robin storyline. Yeah. 
but yeah, you you are you are correct in that. But it's always good to have none nonetheless. Yes, I was. <laughs> it always like I like besides having it be like interesting to have a mentor another character. It always feels more interesting to have them be like where they are out in the field and they're working together versus like you know like the Nolan trilogy or something where Batman's just on intercom with Alfred and it yeah. feels like Alfred's really doing all the work and Bruce is just the strong guy punching people. Yeah. So, yeah. um, interesting thing about this upcoming season is that Flash, Supergirl, and Arrow have new showrunners. Really? So, you know, Mark Guggenheim has left the show. <laughs> we did, we discussed that, I yes. believe. And Andrew Kreisberg has been fired because after the Harvey Weinstein thing, people came forward and said, hey, he's, you know, kind of right. creepy. Yeah. Warner Brothers did an internal investigation and said, yeah, there's enough evidence. Kreisberg, it's time to go. Right. So... But I think it looks like when you look at the trailers that they had, you can just kind of like in Smallville when they had a new showrunner, you, it just feels like there's a new energy, new excitement. Uh, yeah. You know, to have fresh eyes on there. It's just yeah. when, I, when I see the trailers, it just it feels like a new excitement, like yeah. a new re- regeneration. I really do. I believe that you can have the same, like I said, the same way you can have. A recast and it work. You can have new eyes on it. You can have a new showrunner, a new director. All right, guys. Three last stories, okay? Ready? Mm-hmm. We ready to get pumped? Yeah. All right. Gotham. Mm-hmm. I, um, David Mazows was interviewed for the final season in Gotham and says the, en- the ending of season four, which adapted the No Man's Land storyline where uh, Joker and Rachel Gould blew up the bridges out of Gotham to go to power. So now parts of Gotham are now controlled by villains. Mm-hmm. Like Penguin controls one section of Gotham. Mr. Freeze controls another. The Riddler controls another. So it's basically like a, a giant war now between the police and every villain we've ever had. <laughs> wow. And now it's just, and um David Mazow says that it's the perfect time that's going to propel Bruce Wayne to become the hero Gotham needs. Wow. Yeah, so it just... It, it, doing this No Man's Land storyline, it feels like the perfect way to not only wrap it up where... I mean, the, out of every rogue superhero, Batman's got the biggest rogues gallery, and we saw so many classic villains that doing a No Man's Land storyline makes sure, like, oh, we'll visit this one one last time, visit this one one last time. Yeah. So, Lucius will be making the gadgets... For Bruce and Alfred will be training him to become the Dark Knight, and um, there will be a big showdown between Bruce and Jeremiah. So, a big showdown between Batman, future Batman, and the Joker. Yeah. And then Selena's. So, <laughs> they adapted. I think I said this before, where season four kind of adapted a lot of the Killing Joke. Yeah. So in the Killing Joke, um, Joker shoots Barbara Gordon and who's Batgirl, and then that leaves her um, paralyzed. Joker shot Selina, and that's uh, made her, her injured, but it's going to help her become more Catwoman-y and less of a friend to Bruce. Mm. So, we have that. So, we also... I saw on Twitter, I don't know, I didn't know if I was going to bring this up, but I thought it was interesting about how someone asked the greatest Batman actor of all time, Kevin Conroy, <laughs> if he would like to show up on the show. And he said, yes, he would love to. Now, 
I do have this question to ask. Yeah. I'm a little worried that they might not time jump. Oh. Okay. So, and that what we'll have is <clears throat> that it'll just be a stunt guy in the bat suit. Oh, okay. What if we had it where Kevin Conroy does the voice? So it's a different actor, but someone else is doing a voice? Yeah. It's, like, it's very Darth Vader. Unfortunately, yeah. the face usually is showing. With well, that. and they did in the Birds of Prey show, where Mark <laughs> Hamill was the voice, and there was another actor. Oh, Mark Hamill did Batman? In the, is that... He voiced the Joker. Okay, I was like... Because <laughs> I, I, I was like, I would have thought he would do the Joker. Yes. <laughs> I was confused. Um... I mean, if you work, you can make it match. Yeah, that that could work, especially if you have him standing in the dark or something. Or if, if it's just a silhouette, you could be like, oh, yeah. I am Batman. That would be great. The silhouette so, yes. idea is definitely good. I'd like to hear you. I, and now having seen Mask of the Phantasm, he's a, he's a great Batman yes. voice. All right. Second to last story, guys. Marvel Animation. can't believe I'm talking about this because six years ago, Marvel Animation, total crap. But now... <laughs> You know, you get new writers. It's, it's come back. It's mm-hmm. it's not as great as, a, as it was in the 90s or in the late 2000s, but they've done a really good job. And they recently, um, we don't, we're not going to have Spider-Man, unfortunately, and Venom, but they did introduce Venom, at least the Eddie Brock version of Venom, in the Spider-Man show yeah. recently. And I just say it was the best episode that, that show's ever had, and it's two seasons so far. Really? <laughs> it, it, was, it was really good. I was impressed. So... <clears throat> This will be season five of the Avengers show. It's going to be subtitled because they subtitle the last three seasons. This one will be subtitled Black Panther's Quest. Oh. So Black Panther will be more of a lead. And they. So it was part. This Avengers. This Marvel Universe technically started in 2012 with that god awful Ultimate Spider Man cartoon. So this was supposed. was in continuity with that Spider Man cartoon. And so was the Guardians of the Galaxy cartoon. <laughs> and this really crappy Hulk cartoon that's been canceled. Oh. <laughs> but the they care about continuity so much that when they ended the Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon, gave us this new good Spider-Man cartoon, they retconned it to where now that Spider-Man is the one in that Marvel universe. Oh. <laughs> so... If you watch it, Guardians of the Galaxy have met Spider-Man multiple times. But in Season 3, they're meeting him for the first time. Oh. <laughs> to where it's just like, continuity, who cares anymore? Oh, so they ditch continuity, <laughs> finally. It's, but it's a little bit just like, I don't care, because this is an improvement. Yeah, I agree. Who cares about continuity if you make a better story? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so they've changed the animation style to match more of what Spider-Man's is. Yeah. And you can you can tell that it's not as detailed, which makes it so that it moves better. Yeah. And uh, some of the... They showed a clip at Comic-Con of Black Pan- Panther fighting Kraven the Hunter. So Kraven the Hunter in the show is kind of like the ultimate version where he's like a host of a reality TV show in which he hunts things. And yeah. he was going to hunt and kill Spider-Man yeah. for ratings, which is messed up. A bit. So, in the season, they're going to introduce Shuri, Killmonger, M'Baku, Claw, and Zemo from Captain America Civil War will appear, except they'll have a costume this time. Wow. So, that's exciting. And also, Spider-Man, voiced by Robbie Damon, will guest star in the, Aven- in the Avengers cartoon. So, hmm. it went from, hey, he wasn't a member of the Avengers, to, 
Oh, yeah, we met you one time before. <laughs> so, also in the Spider-Man show, not a lot of updates, but Mysterio is going to appear as a villain, along with uh, Silvermane, who, if I remember right, he's like a gangster-type character. So, But Mysterio is coming to Spider-Man. And plus, we got Eddie Brock, and they introduced J. Jonah Jameson. So. That's amazing. It sounds like they're really turning it around. Yes, they have. It, I, 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 Unlike the other ones where it was just like, oh, my God, I can't stand this. I was just like... <laughs> I enjoy this. I look forward to the next one. Amazing. All right. There's always hope. Yes. <laughs> Here it is, guys. The last story, and really the most important thing, the thing that stands out about Comic-Con. I don't know if you remember me posting about it. Uh... There was one th- There was one announcement. There was one announcement that got me so excited. Hmm. I think I remember you anticipating, but I don't know if I remember... If it if some if it actually happened whatever I don't know but how okay about, like, I I'm not positive so how about we just DC get into it. Animation yeah. announced their 2019 animation <coughs> animated film slate the directed video film so <clears throat> I believe it's next week they're gonna release on Blu-ray the Death of Superman movie oh and the first one 2019 will be the Reign of the Superman Superman movie in which all these, there's these four characters who people are just like, is one of these the real Superman? But no, the real Superman comes back to stop them. Oh. Which is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and then also we're going to have a Justice League versus the Fatal Five movie, which is a super villain team from the 30th century. I believe I read that they are the Fatal Five usually are a legion of superhero villains. Oh. But we're going to get another Justice League anime movie. That's pretty cool. I'm going to skip the next movie because I want to end with this one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, we're going to get a fourth movie this time. Usually it's only three, but we're going to get a fourth one. And it's Wonder Woman Bloodlines. So, <laughs> except for Reign of the Superman, we, don't, we really only have titles. Yeah. But the third movie they announced. Okay. The third one. The most important thing they announced at Comic-Con. And we're ending with it. Yes. Was the announcement that one of their anime movies is going to be Batman Hush. Now, remember when we were doing our Justice League pitch? About, oh, well, uh, how a reboot DCEU pitch? Yeah. And just like, you know what one of the villains could be? What they did, Hush, you know, the bandage guy. Oh, yeah. And now they're doing it. Oh my gosh. I mean, if you look at look at this slate, Superman, Justice League, Batman, Wonder Woman. We, we pitched it. <laughs> that that was our That's pitch. it. At least the animation division. Yeah, it seems like animation's it. actually taking our amazing ideas. Yes. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome, guys. So the stuff about Batman Hush. A few years ago, when promoting the Killing Joke movie, Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill hinted that they would like to be in a Hush adaption. So, I I don't know. If they're hinting at it? Like, it was like, someone asked him, like, um, hey, what anime movies would you like to do? And one of them said, like, I'd like to do Batman Hush. What about you, Mark? Oh, I'd like to do Batman Death in the Family. So maybe those are movies that have been in development. Yeah, if we get Death in the Family after Hush, we'll know for sure. Yes. Uh. So, oh my, I think it, Kevin and Mark 
Oh, that would be amazing. Bliss. So, it will be released the year of Batman's 80th anniversary. It almost feels like this is the perfect story to celebrate. Also, Gotham's ending mm. the year of Batman's 80th anniversary. Oh, wow. Would be nice to have the Batman that year, too, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this feels like the perfect story. So, it's a mystery story of who is Hush. And it features appearances from Joker, Harley Quinn, Two-Face, Catwoman, Killer Croc, Poison Ivy, Riddler, Rachel Ghoul, Talia Ghoul, Scarecrow, Clayface, Nightwing, Superman, Tim Drake Robin, and Jason Todd. So, they aren't main characters, but they just appear throughout. Wow, that is lo- and like loaded. Hush. And it's just like all these characters to like just there to celebrate his 8th anniversary. How great would it be if... Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill are coming back, and it was the rest of the AMA series cast. Like, you had Lauren yeah. Lester back as Nightwing, Tim Daly as Superman, uh, Richard Maul as Two-Face, and just all, all those actors coming back. <laughs> I mean, definitely a great 80th anniversary. So, if Bruce Tim is producer, and you know, unfortunately he's only gone from doing three movies a year to one... Mm-hmm. Uh, cause he's he's been busy. He was busy with some other stuff. Yeah, working on some other stuff. Uh, I wish he would do more. Cause every time he does one, it is just <laughs> amazing. If Bruce Tim is the producer on this, which I think he will be, this has the potential to be up there with Mask of the Phantasm and Under the Red Hood as the best Batman movie ever made. <sighs> you some high. High stakes. Yes. For, um... I mean, yeah, all at this Comic-Con. Yes. You you got the information. Were you expecting anything like this? I was... I, like, remember them talking about Hush, but I kind of forgotten about it. And then when I read Batman, I was like, Oh my god, it's finally happening! Because it's like like, years people have been asking, When are you going to do Batman Hush? When are you going to do Batman Hush? And now... Here it is. (laughs) It is finally coming, so... Any thoughts about, like, Batman Hush from kind of this stuff? That sounds incredibly exciting. Uh, a really cool villain, too, that I have not seen much of before. When I remember when you first told me about it. It would be really interesting. And, um, gosh, if they really did get those voice actors on board, I agree. It, it could be perfect. Yes. It could be amazing. What, uh... Did, did they was there a release time for it like all we know any? is it's 2019 like okay. they'll wait t- until it's like a few months ahead to announce the release date uh, okay usually though I think Wonder Woman will be saved until um, 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 um November but I think Superman Superman will come out probably February and then Justice League and Batman hush will come out in the summer. Okay, not too long, about a year, if that's true. Yes. Well, that's pretty long to wait. I I know, (laughs) especially if they announce that um, Kevin and Mark are coming back. Yeah, then it'll feel like an eternity. I know, it's just like, oh my god. Come back, guys! Come back now! Yes, come back. (laughs) I mean, it's it's almost every year that... Uh, Kevin Conroy comes back to voice Batman for one of these movies. He wasn't. He didn't do one this year. So that means, man, there's, a, there's an even higher chance they'll come back. Yeah, yeah. especially these 
those comments about like um when you're just like well, what would you want to do i want i'd like to do hush what about you <laughs> yeah that seems that seems awfully specific to me yes yeah so let's end this with a few the last rabbit holes okay Okay. As always, we gotta have we gotta throw in some rabbit. Yes, we did. A we lot. didn't have enough. A lot came up just naturally. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Best DC movie of all time. Now we're not talking about DCE. We're talking about just anything any, DC. Anything starting from the beginning till now. What is the best DC movie of all time? Okay. Maybe I just have too much rose-colored glasses of it on and like. The Dark Knight just seems like it just seems like such a well-made movie to me that it's hard to and I again I gotta really get through and also let sink in the animated ones. It, it is not fresh enough in my brain at all. Um, gotta get to Batman, Mister Freeze, Sub Zero next. Yeah, that's the next one. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that's basically Batman Two. <laughs> oh, but I I will have to go with the. With the Dark Knight. Okay. Okay, for live action, my favorite DC movie is the first Tim Burton Batman. I think of the live action ones, Batman Forever 2, I think they capture Batman the best. And mm-hmm. so, well, but like, compared to Dark Knight, it's like, it's the classic characters, and I just think, like, the acting is great. Like, the story, um,. Does a better job of showing you the characters are because I love the Dark Knight, but it's about them becoming those characters. Yeah. Like it doesn't feel like it feels like they become those characters. Like after um what after the boat scene where um Batman's just like, there won't be any fireworks <laughs> and Joker's just like I think you and I are destined. It feels like by then they finally become those characters yeah. that we see in the Tim Burton movie. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but of animated, I'm about to do a tie between Mas- Batman Mask of the Phantasm and Batman Under the Red Hood. It's just... And they're pretty close to being very similar, so... Yeah, okay. So, it's just too great. It's just... <laughs> yes. So, okay, who's your favorite DC character? You gotta be Batman, I guess. Okay. I... Best DC movie of all time, not starring your favorite character. Okay, jeez. I mean, uh, now we're in rough territory because there's a lot of Superman movies I haven't seen. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of the ones I have seen because I haven't, I haven't seen, I haven't seen any of the ones that you consider the good ones. Is the thing. Um, what a crappy, crappy life you live. Yeah, no good exposure to. Uh, I mean, I really think I'd have to go um, Wonder Woman. All right, so. Batman is my favorite, so my favorite one without him is Superman 2. Now, there's two versions. There's the Richard Don version, the Richard Lester version. You may ask, which one's better? Uh, both. <laughs> <laughs> both. Both are better. Bo- both are better. I mean, yeah, I would recommend watching the Richard Lester version first because the Donner one is clearly an unfinished one. Like, they had to use stuff from, like, uh christopher reeves audition and stuff okay because they they didn't finish filming it so by 2006 you know christopher reeves was gone and then like all the actors had aged so yeah so that's mine so what is the best marvel movie not just not just mcu best marvel 
of all time. Okay. Anyone that has seen you've seen that logo in front of. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Gosh, you reminding me today of how good it is makes me lean to Spider-Man Two. Even though, even though I'm really, are you in, torn between the first two? I I kind of would lean more towards uh, Spider-Man Two now, just because it gets past the origin story. I mean, I, I think I first mentioned that I really like the origin story, and I do really like the origin story uh, story of that trilogy. But just getting right into it, and he's already Spider-Man, it, it's a lot more appealing to me. And Doc Ock is a villain. Yeah. I mean, so I think I'm more on that ground right now. This it's Spider-Man Two, I prefer. Um, even though I'm, I'm very, I'm very currently excited and like, I like new things. I like a lot of, like, I'm excited about the MCU. Maybe not the further future where, as we discussed, it might die. Uh, Yes. But the future is bleak. As people cheer, the future looks bleak. I mean, as, as like in my, like in my top, uh, five of the decade or superhero films of the decade, like. The top three was like the most recent. Uh, <laughs> yes, MCU they were. The, yeah, it, yeah, it literally was. It was the three most recent MCU films. So, I promise but, you, A Man and the Wasp wouldn't have been up there. I really wasn't that excited, or uh, anyway. So I'm not that disappointed <laughs> if if I don't like it. So I mean, I definitely like. I don't just like anything that's funny. I definitely can see when it it's better or worse done, um, and I have. I like some senses of humor over others, but um, who knows? I really don't know what I'm gonna think about that one. I still, I still have to say, if we had made a bet, I would have lost about your reaction to the Shazam trailer. Really? I really thought you were gonna be like, um, you'd be too harsh on it. Can't no, you learn I, uh, to laugh? <laughs> I uh, no, I, I thought that was horrendously <laughs> stupid. Yes, it was not funny at all. <laughs> And I, uh, my eyes glazed over. And, and you were killed. introduced to the character of sh- the one, the one I dislike in that trailer. And now you can understand what the dislike yeah. of. I don't necessarily just like anything that's funny. I just like a lot of the things I like that are funny. Also, have a lot of heart in them, or they're good in other ways. It's just that, like, I uh, the humor allows me sometimes to uh take it seriously as i mentioned because it's like they're not taking it too seriously so i can appreciate humor at times sometimes it's i sometimes i think humor done right is like one of the hardest things to do like i it's why comedy is in a way like my favorite genre of all mediums because i find it so artful to make something funny um and i don't necessarily think that the comedic relief and a lot of like very popular films necessarily does that. Um, so when it's super overused, I can see how it would be overbearing. But uh, you know, I, I guess I like Guardians of the Galaxy. From it's not just because it's funny. It's like it, it, they have a lot of heart at the same time. And uh, though Thor Ragnarok, I, I I just thought that was really funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess there's that. How, have but. you watched it again? I've watched it twice, and I also watched it with the director commentary. Okay. Is it still just me who, whenever I watch I still think of Shrek? Uh, There's something about it that get, makes me think of Shrek. I get what you're saying. Like, I, I do kind of get... Like, there's the, um, like, sort of 
Colosseum vibe that of like that the cat that the castle and Shrek bring. Like, I can get how the same vibe is going on. And you know, superheroes can seem like fairy tale characters. Yes. So I can kind of get where you're going with it. Maybe it's also we have a big green guy too. Yeah, that's that's definitely There's so that'll much. definitely help. It, it's almost like a live action. It's like Shrek and Prince Charming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting for uh, them to go far. Well, yeah, Asgard, far, far away. Where's the Burger King they have there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, talking about Shazam makes me want to put in the Injustice game and just become Superman or Batman, just beat the crap out of him. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, also, comparing another Marvel movie, there's only two Marvel movies that make me think of another movie. Ant-Man, the first one, for some reason makes me think of the Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Really? It's just, <laughs> his name is Scott. He has a red suit. It's about a divorced dad with his kid. I don't know. Just yeah. Something about it makes me think of the Santa Claus. Okay, yeah, I'd have to see Ant-Man <laughs> again. And for that matter, Santa Claus, because I don't remember that movie, but... Yeah, I that get... movie is why I have trouble spelling Santa Claus because there's right. the E, and it's, right. and they've had it where every word was in red, every letter was in red except for the E was green, and now I'm just like that E feels important, and yeah. it was because it changes it, but yeah, that's why I have it trouble spelling you. it. Yes, it tricked you, and yeah, you have to spell Santa Claus often yes. for the annual Christmas spelling bee. Exactly. All right, so yeah, for me. It's kind of like how Batman and Batman Forever are tied, but I might need lean a little bit because it's Joker and it's Batman. What more could you ask? Yeah. So between the one, I feel like I must say the other one is Amazing Spider-Man. The one I feel like is Spider-Man Two. It's I mean it's Spider-Man versus Doc Ock. Like yeah. what more can you, like I I was watching the trilogy this week. Yeah. Just watching the trilogy, and I don't know. There's just a moment, just being like, "Spider Man, it's Doc Ock, and they're fighting. Look, they're on the train." I, I don't know. And then it's just a, it's just a great story about how he loses his powers and wants them back. Yeah, it's it's a good one. Yeah. Have you ever? Do you have it on DVD or Blu-ray or? I think it's probably on a DVD oh. somewhere. You haven't seen right. the extended one? Probably not. Oh. I don't think so. Well, if you ever buy the Blu-ray, they come, both versions are on it. Yeah. It might. Now, it's only eight minutes, so it's probably not worth it, like the Batman versus Superman. Right. <laughs> All right. So, okay. Spider-Man's your favorite Marvel character, right? Uh, Yes. Yes. What's your favorite Marvel movie without Spider-Man? Um... So, no Infinity War, no Civil War either. I guess really what this brings me to is I'm currently at an impasse. When we when we did our favorite MCU films, I put Guardians of the Galaxy as my number one, I think. Yeah, I did. Um, but then I saw Thor Ragnarok, and clearly I've been a fan of that. It's one of those two, I think. Uh, I was looking at the camera oh, real quick. So, Thor Ragnarok and what one? And Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah. Although, if we're going with the, like, it's is that really a superhero <laughs> film? But I guess you said Marvel Yeah, film. so, um, if you have a gun point in your head right now, which one's it going to be? 
you know, Thor Ragnarok gives me more of like it's a superhero film. I like the. Uh, I like that it it, it makes. Uh, it feels very heroic, in a way that, Guardians feels more like a, sci-fi movie rather than like a full comic book movie, so. Um, and you know, if I had a gunpoint to my head, maybe I'd like to uh, give some credit there since I didn't have it on my list. <laughs> so, there. I'll go Thor Ragnarok. Alright, so... Mine... Is... Boy, now I have two I'm debating oh, about. Yeah. <laughs> and it's X-Men 2 versus X-Men Days of Future Past. Yeah. Oh man, I'm boy. Choose I, one, and then you can choose the other next time we have a conversation like that. I know. That's, that's what I always do. Because uh, that's what I just. Did. I think you know what, Nate. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna go with what I feel like today. I think I'm gonna go X Men Two. Okay. Yeah, it's like one of the X. Have you seen X Men Two? Um. I think so. It's that's like the, the one where they're on the run. Is stuff. that like the second one with Hugh Jackman as Wolverine? Like yeah. it'd be. Yeah. That's the, then yeah. Yeah. All right. Um. I don't remember if we did this or not, and I haven't listened to the episode, so forgive me if we've yeah. done it before. But I don't think we did. But oh, now I'm starting to think maybe we did. But okay, if we did. Then we will skip over it. Yeah. Okay, DC, Marvel, Star Wars. Choose one to continue, one to reboot, and one to end. Um. So, when you say Disney... Uh, oh, DC. Oh, D-O. I, I don't know if you... I may Maybe I just heard Disney. I was like, what would that even mean? We, and we did something about... Yeah. That last one. But this yeah. is DC, Marvel, and Star Wars. Continue, uh, reboot, okay. end. I'm going to say reboot DC. Uh, I'd like to see solo movies and then coming together in that. I'd like a reboot there. Um, uh, so, reboot. Wait, uh, you already <laughs> used reboot. So, uh, one has to continue, and one, one has to end. Part of me doesn't remember have... that there are strangers on the air. I know too. it's terrifying. Both very passionate fan bases. Uh, I will say, MCU and Star Wars continue. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So for me, I'll say reboot DC. See, it should be easy, but yet I don't know. It all it honestly would depend if they recast or not oh. the Marvel stuff. If they recasted, you'd want it to continue. Is yeah. That... Yeah. Well, if they keep going, there's always a chance later they can. Yeah. I guess continue Marvel and Star Wars. Okay. Sorry, guys. It's kind I of don't more... even know why I look at the camera. Because it's kind... <laughs> I was kind of uh, between that as well, because I was like, definitely reboot DC. But with the others, it was like, I'm not sure the quality, what the quality's going to be. And I guess if there's guaranteed good quality, I would want Marvel to continue. And Star Wars, it would feel like it was fine. It feels like it naturally came to a close. Yeah. 
Okay. Favorite Stan Lee cameo of all time. Mine is from the first Amazing Spider-Man where he's the librarian. That's so good. That's a good one. You can go for Thor Ragnarok. My hands aren't as steady as they used to be. That one's really (laughs) good. It's one of the funniest ones. Uh... And you know, I kind of, honestly, I do. I like the Spider-Man Homecoming one. Uh, oh maybe, yeah, maybe that's the the best part of the movie. <laughs> um, I'll I'll say Thor Ragnarok. I'll give it multiple props in one. Oh yeah. Okay, so two versions of a character you'd want to meet. Hmm. So one character that has had multiple versions. Are we meeting the character itself? Like yeah. they've come into our reality and we're meeting them. It's it's a, it's like two versions of a character you'd want. No, you're not meeting them. Oh, that, okay. You know that could be almost be. An oh, odd I was. All right, what, I was like, wh- who's a character you'd want to meet? I thought that was an odd question. So uh, that makes a lot more sense. So they are meeting. Um, well, first, you know that that you know. Let's go with yours first. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I had no idea how to answer that one. Who's I guess you said two version two. Well, I thought what you were—I thought you were meant to list two characters you'd want to meet. Is it kind of what I thought you said? Okay, Just you know, the grammar. Who are two me. characters you'd want to meet in real life? They're coming wow. to our universe, and you'd want to meet them. <laughs> I, you know what? I'd want to meet Superman. Which version? Oh, um, there's many. Uh, Christopher Reeves. Just because right. I just want it class, like I just want to, like I meet a superhero, and it's the most classic form of a superhero you can possibly present to me. So that's what I I would want to meet. Um, and you got one more. And since you said characters, I will. I'm gonna try and I want to meet um, Gandalf. Gandalf. I'm just gonna divert <laughs> from superheroes for once. I want to meet Gandalf. Okay. So the gray, not the white. The gray, so, not the white. Yeah, you'll, you'd have to see Lord of the Rings. You have no idea oh, what I'm saying. that's cool. Inside <laughs> jokes. Oh, well, I was going to be a part of one someday. Well, I thought maybe... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I, th- I, mean, I thought maybe you'd at least, uh, you know, understand that Gandalf's good character, so... Yeah, Gandalf, he's got the beard. And he was Magneto, right? Uh, in McKellen. Yeah. 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 He, he has two the... different colored beards? That's the one. Okay. Yeah. There's another. There's another, from from the Hobbit. Uh oh, you mean like that? I said the gray, not the white. Yeah. Uh, in in um in Lord of the Rings, uh, he like comes back and he's more powerful and he wears white instead of gray. Oh. But I think okay. his beard is different too. So. I was thinking about this version of a character I'd like to meet. I don't think I'd want to meet the Michael Keaton Batman because he'd be scary. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how I was avoiding Batman. So I'll go with Adam West Batman. Less scary. He he seems nice. Kind of the same route as why I went with uh, Christopher Reeves. Yes. Uh, Superman. If I if I can't think of another character, because I'll try to do one that's not superhero too. If I can't think of another one, I'll do Christopher Reeves Superman also. Who will be my second choice after Adam West Batman? Um. Oh my God! I'm I'm trying to think. This is the problem I have every question. <laughs> I don't have time to think. <laughs> yeah, you're just like, oh, God, I think it's like that. And I accidentally made a question. This, yes. You didn't have a chance to think you about a- it. <laughs> you accidentally, because I can just come in, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> I thought about this. It came yeah. in my head. Yeah. Um, you know what? I will go 
with oh man, that's such a random one. Uh, Krusty the Clown. <laughs> there we yeah, go, Krusty. There's, there's a good People one. People want to see me. He'll be like, "Get out of here." Yeah. Well, then that way it's not an awkward meeting. You can just get out right away. Yes, I'll get my meeting. Autog- people's awkward. I'll get my autograph. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Okay. Yep. Unfortunately, this Marvel Fox deal has happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, before everything goes to crap, if they can make one good Marvel Fox crossover, what would you want to see? Um, I mean, I think the obvious choice that everyone would go to is like uh, you'd want to see Wolverine in uh, the Avengers, and I kind of don't like that. Seems like what you have to do. Uh, and I kind of don't know what else you would do. Uh, so X-Men would be theirs. Is there something else? Deadpool. Deadpool. Fantastic Four. Deadpool and Spider-Man have some comic history, don't they? Like, uh, there's... Yeah. Not that it's good, necessarily. I, I, I almost feel like they're too similar. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I would really... Even if it's just... To see the happiness in everyone else's faces, I think I would have to go uh, the Wolverines in the Avengers. Which lineup of Avengers? Uh, <clears throat> meaning, like, who else is there, or that it's this? Yeah, you can choose six Avengers. Okay. One is filled. Okay. So, we meaning Wolverine, and then I... Wolverine has taken up, so now there's five Iron Man, characters. Captain America. Okay. You do that. <clears throat> I'd like Spider-Man. Okay. So I have, what, two more? Yeah. Um, then I would like to see... Um, I'll right, now say... Now you have the new Avengers care run. Yeah, I will say Black Widow okay. and Thor. Okay. It seems pretty classic to me. It seems like a good set. Hulk is crying right now. Oh, yeah, I was desperately trying to think. That's, that's good, too. If I had to choose one... Well, since you did Wolverine and the Avengers with Spider-Man, I'll do Spider-Man and Wolverine just by themselves. Oh, just just them? Just and, them. Kind of like Thor them? Ragnarok? That, I would like it. Just I'd like, like it. that. You just throw two of them together? Directed by the Russo brothers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd, you'd want all things directed by the Russo I brothers. I would. Though. Every time I see a crappy Marvel movie, I'm just like, how much longer do the Russo brothers do the next one? <laughs> <laughs> are, do you know, are they doing Avengers 4? Yeah. Okay, good. And then hopefully they'll take a break, come back with fresh eyes. Yeah. Good stuff. Okay, two more. Okay. When you look at superhero movies and the villain style. Yeah. Do you prefer... It was. It feels like it kind of started with Batman. Do you prefer the Burton style where the villains team up like Penguin and Catwoman or Two-Face and Riddler? Yeah. Or do you prefer it where it's like... We shift at we build up one towards the end where it's like Joker most movie, then Two Face, or Bane and then Talia, or Scarecrow, then Rachel Ghoul. Um Like with the uh with the Nolan ones, like I often forget that the other villain was even in it. So <laughs> I mean So it doesn't make as much of an impact with as teaming up. Plus, it's cool. Like, I've. If you're having a solo superhero movie, having villains team up is a way to, you know, really have inter- more interactions between characters that you care about. So, I'd say definitely, definitely team up. 
Yeah, I, I would just do that. I really... I, I didn't like the ripoff of Two-Face. It was just like, oh, five minutes? That's it? <laughs> yeah. Okay, the final question answer. All right. Are you ready? Because okay. pressure's on now for the last one. Okay. Best superhero franchise of all time. Just out of everything. Mm. TV, cartoons, movies. Mm, what so, is the best of all time? Meaning if you take everything in that character's or group of characters repertoire that like so it like for example with Batman, would you say that, that includes the uh, You had to choose one. You would have to choose either Adam West, oh. Burton Schumacher movies, animated okay. series, Nolan. Okay. You get to choose one version or you can have a universe or Yeah. But what is the greatest superhero franchise of all time? Non comic book. You know, I actually <laughs> almost had an answer. I was like, I think I have an answer and <laughs> that I wouldn't have normally thought of. And it was going to be the Avengers, but I realized, oh, I haven't seen Age of Ultron. And <laughs> I haven't heard good things based on uh, what you're saying about it. So I'm like, I can't say that. <laughs> because the three I've seen are so good. The three? Well, wait, th three, not three, two. The two <laughs> I've seen are so good. I was like, I, oh my God, did see, you what sneak I, into Marvel what I, and check with yeah, the Russo bugs? You and won't just believe like, what happens. I got the spoilers, yeah. guys. You know, I think I, for a second, inserted... Because it really feels like I think I inserted Civil War as an Avengers yes. movie for a second, um, which is maybe why I felt like I'd seen all of them. Uh, <laughs> That's really all you need to see. Yeah. Um, because like I'm thinking like a lot of these trilogies or groups of movies like have one I don't care for that much, um, so it makes it really difficult. And I'm trying to think of if there is one. But I think what I would really choose is more between the, uh, the four Batman movies, which I can just say and everyone knows what I mean, and uh, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man trilogy, which, even though I've said like I don't love the third one, I also don't hate it, so it's still a pretty good trilogy. Um, and... Oh, I gotta say something. Really? I guess I know my... Because I feel... <laughs> okay. I, I, I was negative sometimes. Yeah. I rewatched Spider-Man 3. Yeah. A crime is not up there with Dark Knight. As it's a, I think it's a ten out of ten. I think it's amazing. It's darkness versus light in like just... Spider Man three. Spider Man well, okay. three. I I mostly have like upon the last time I watched it, I'm or in like stuff I've read about it. I mostly have just there's some weird things about there's some weird things about the plot is all, and it's it's nothing about it like the like. Making fun of the silly stuff is just kind I of think a the joke. complaints I don't care about people that. have is that I've seen it a lot is that people wish it had been split up into two movies. I okay. think the biggest complaint might be that Venom is only like a, like kind of like the Nolan Two Face is only in the, but it's a little bit like a trilogy. Make sure it's kind of like this. This could be it, guys. Yeah, yeah. Because I was kind of like some Plus of the... it do, if they had gone with their original plan, he was going to come back. Yeah, I, life. I mean, I've also seen complaints about the uh, like Sandman, like retconning that Sandman was there, was like did it instead of. I remember that um, when I watched it, I was like, "Does that change anything?" But it's still, like, since Peter didn't stop him, 
St stop, uh, Dennis Carradine? I want to make sure I have his name. I'm pretty sure it's Dennis Carradine yeah. he, who runs. And then, so, yeah. I just think it helps, like, where Peter is struggling. Like, he, it looks like the way the movie is set up, it's like he is having, like, the best time of his life. Like, he's got the girl. He's going to ask her to marry him. Uh, he, like, the stuff with Harry is gone. And then, um, but then we see everything slowly starting to fall apart. And just because um, he just feels like everything is falling apart, he kind of, like, turns to the symbiote like a drug. Yeah. Did you hear people are complaining about the way they pronounce symbiote in the Venom trailer? Did they pronounce it differently? Or... I think it's symbi. They pronounce it symbiote or something. Oh, see, I I usually don't say like something's being like too picky, like um. Yeah, but it's a little bit like if like Rachel Ghoul is how it's supposed to be said. Yeah, it's a little bit like complaint. Oh, they said Razal Ghoul, but it's just like is yeah. is, is it that but big of a all deal? the things to complain about? Uh, I mean, <laughs> Gotham says it right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and um I did notice on Arrow everyone calls him Roz, but he calls himself Raish. Like, oh. I'm I'm correcting you. The that's only good, time it's good. funny is in Batman Begins at the party where the lady says, Now am I pronouncing this right, Mr. Roz? Oh cool. And you're just like, No, lady, no one's pronouncing <laughs> it right. <laughs> oh. Uh, um I think it's right? like almost complaining like complaining about Spider Man not having the web come out instead of the web shooters yeah like personally i would prefer the web shooters because something bad could happen but then we kind of saw something bad happen in spider-man 2 where they the powers went away i mean i haven't seen three that much but the thing is i just see the point of a lot of the criticisms and i might have let i might have let them get to me too much but uh nonetheless i i never uh had it as a media of a taking to it as the as the other two so i don't know i'd have to give it more shots i suppose um but i was kind of leaning that way like i feel like that's what i would say is my favorite trilogy um so of the all the superhero franchises you're going with I th yeah i think the sam raimi trilogy okay so I'll go. I'll go. I'll say live action, and then the ki the king, the king of them all. Okay. Because it's not live action. Yeah. So the king of them all, I will say, is the uh, is the four Batman movies. Yeah. It's just like if I have a checklist of Batman stuff, I it's like check 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 check. It feels like they got the characters right. Um, you know what I also like about I was rewatching those movies. I'm gonna rewatch them again next week because. It, it's not summer unless I watch them like two or three times. <laughs> yeah. I, I really like how when you watch those over the course of the four movies that in the first one, like it's all run by gangsters. But then over the, I guess, eight years it takes place or whatever, however long it, it is. Yeah. It's like the gangsters all left and now the, and then the freaks came. Yeah. Like, even, like, when, like, you're driving down the street, you see, like, people, like, wearing, like, face paint and stuff like that. Right. I think yeah, I feel like Arrow's done that, too, where yeah. it's, like, 
there's still some gangsters, but like the gangsters have kind of left, and now mm-hmm. it's like there's all a bunch of like the freak villains are there. Yeah, I see. That's pretty. And Gotham, pretty Gotham has done that too. It's pretty. It's pretty good theming. You know yeah. what was really stupid about Dark Knight Rises? Just to, <laughs> Yet another thing. Uh, the stupid Harvey Dent act, like where oh. magically all organized crime is gone. Oh, I get. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> So have you said your your favorite? Here comes yeah. the king. Are you ready, guys? The DCAU. Aha! Some people are just like, what? No, no, not the DCEU. <laughs> the DCAU. The DC Animated Universe. Yep. Which is a Batman the Animated Series, Superman the Animated Series, Batman Beyond, Justice League, Justice League Unlimited... And plus uh, the movies, Mask of the Phantasm, Sub-Zero, Mystery of the Batwoman, uh, Return of the Joker, um, a little question mark over Batman and Harley Quinn. Some people think it contradicts a little bit too much. I'm just like, whatever. Yeah. (laughs) But, um, and also, I count it. It's not supposed to be in continuity, but it's drawn the same way. It's the same cast, Superman, Brainiac Attacks. Okay. It's just, it's just like... There it is. There it is. There it is. The best. The best of the best. You know, I feel like we're probably we're probably wrapping this up. I'm I guessing. feel like and the end is here. We got um. There. I wanted to. And now the end yeah. is here. <laughs> There's. I. I feel stupid for. I was planning on bringing this one topic up. I said I went through all my my news stories and yes. i missed one and i it was something oh, you know was, we're already so over time let's keep going <laughs> well i was just gonna quickly uh go through it just as an ender and yes. i wasn't even gonna get into the news story Be, i wanted to start this but i guess i'll end with it um oh you it really uh, because escapes from you because um i just thought it was uh i, I remember uh, we were talking in last year's episode that uh Comic-Con is special, especially uh, this big old Comic-Con event that happens once a year. Um, because it's kind of like we're in a new world uh, where all of this stuff is at its most popular. Yes. Superheroes and comic books, it's no longer this fringe thing for those kinds of people. Yes. And that's why I wanted to bring up the... And so, quickly... They announced there was announcement in the trailer for a new M Night Shyamalan movie. M Night, he's back. Yep, and he's and I was a little hopeful for it because he's had a, a couple better movies lately. Um, but what I wanted to bring the, the movie Gla- so his movie Unbreakable has to do with uh, people who are into uh, comic books. I haven't seen it, but and I've heard also that this new movie Glass is tied into that movie Unbreakable. And uh, it has it is about um, people in a psych ward who fully believe that they're superheroes, and I'm guessing <laughs> there's going to be, uh, you know, a twist. Who knows? Um, but needs to be a twist. Yeah, come on. But um, M Night. So, what I was reading um, is uh, he mentioned that, uh, and this is to show how far we've come because Unbreakable came out like. Many, many years ago. I wish I knew exactly when it, when it was, but before this era. Before. Before before it, was, before it was okay to like comic books and superheroes. He said, 
uh, that back then, when they were making Unbreakable, they were told in making it in the script to not use the term comic book because that is for those kinds of people. Oh. And here we are. Yes. All these years later, and you might want to use the word comic book because yes. then people are going to go see it. Yes. <laughs> and it's beautiful that things have changed that way. Yes. And that we can have a podcast about that kind of thing and talk about such an enormous convention yes. that celebrates it. Yes. Now, will you be celebrating this weekend with a visit to Teen Titans Go to the Movies? You know, <laughs> I, I will obey critic reviews without <laughs> any bit of uh, uh, heart into it myself so you know what was so offensive about one of the trailers what have you seen the trailer where they use the character model from batman the animated series oh i think so i think oh i've seen God. i think i've unfortunately seen all betrayal. the trailers. betrayal betrayal <laughs> <laughs> yep so here we are in it's the future hopefully it lasts Hopefully. Let's leave it on. I mean, look, <laughs> yeah. we don't know what DC's plans are. I mean, there's this whole article about how Walter Hamada is kind of keeping his cards close to him. Mm-hmm. So, and that's what we were wondering that. Uh, who knows? So. Maybe there will be like this big announcement of Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. Yeah. And let's end it on that hopeful kind of note. Yes. Let's hopeful hope, kind of note. Let, let's send the hopeful energy out to continue this world and this this bit of culture we're in where uh we get all of these usually and hopefully great things yes less bag and board this episode <laughs> yes <laughs> um a comic reference yeah what was the newest comic you read we talked about just the uh, most recent yeah well actually i think the most recent yo comics. you know what i think we should have a new segment on here like, what have New you comic. watched recently? Like, what have you watched? Like, well, you know how we have an Unwanted Answers where we yeah, I think that's a good segment. anything new? It's just like, what have yeah. you watched or read or played lately? I think that's a good segment. And I am I am trying to find... I've been lately trying to specifically find, like, new comic books of just stuff I've never heard of. Like, uh, I've, Did you ever read Batman Year One? Uh, I haven't yet. Because <laughs> it, it was always at the library at which I work. Took it. It's it's just not there. Like we don't have it anymore. <laughs> and it was immediately after I was like, okay, I'm gonna have to. I gotta read this. Oh, so uh, if we wanted to do a, what, like, I guess the comic series I've been into lately. There's an image comic series called Paper Girls, and I read the first four volumes of that, and it's really really good. I had no idea what to expect when I first started it, but um, it's actually like a time travel sci-fi <laughs> like. I always like time travel stories, like when it gets really trippy and just like, what are we doing to reality kind of thing? And that's exactly what it is, and it's really awesome. And I'm about caught up. It's one of the first times I've been like caught up with a comic <laughs> series. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's good. What 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 What's your uh, recently? My most recent is uh, Man of Steel. It's uh, Brian Michael Bendis has gone over to D.C. And I said off before recording that on Wednesday I went to our, my local comic book store. And we just planned on buying one issue he wrote. But then there were three others that he did that I hadn't had yet. So instead of one, I ended up getting four. 
and it's like, well, it was worth it because it's just like been a fan of this guy, all yeah. the stuff at Marvel, and it's just what you want. It's like this story it feels like a really good jumping on point for new readers too. Yeah, where it's kind of like a little bit of like Superman, and he can sometimes he'll bump into other characters. Like, God, there's this one moment where he where Batman was in it that like legit made me laugh <laughs> and I don't remember what it was but the main villain is a guy is this alien guy who is who's, who tells Superman that he destroyed Krypton like Krypton's destruction wasn't just an accident he destroyed it and he's like saying like he wants to kill the last uh, Kryptonian oh so I've read the first four issues I've still got two more to go, so pretty cool. You know what? I also recently read <laughs> this. This is a because um I was remembering um I was remembering you know how I talked about that J. Michael Straczynski Spider Man run about how he's a yeah. high school teacher. Um, yeah. everyone should go get it. go get it. Um, you can start with either Amazing Spider Man Coming Home or it's also collected in Amazing Spider Man Ultimate Collection by J. Michael Straczynski. But there's two moments that made me laugh. There's a moment where um, Peter is trying to check up on one of his students who is like struggling. And what I really liked about it was like it was Peter dealing as an older person dealing with problems teenagers have that he wouldn't have had to deal with. Oh, like that's it's a like these clever are, way to make teenage problems still yes. relevant in a way. And it's like he's these runaway kids that don't have um, parents who are like kind of living like in a. Something like in the subway or something. They have like it's like a tent city or something. And um he goes to the listed address and um there's this lady and he goes, Excuse me, miss and she goes, I'm not a miss, I'm a missus, I'm very proud of who I am. <laughs> I've been married fifty years. I mean, uh, I've been married 15 years. No matter what my sister-in-law says, I'm very proud of my relationship with my husband. <laughs> and it, and then, it, like, you see, like, his interior monologue. And oh. he's just like, come on, I fought Doc Ock. I can deal with this. <laughs> and then, like, you know, he's asking her for questions about, like, what happened to this family. And, you know, she tells him, like, you know, the dad was a creep and left. And, like, the parents left and left the kids. Yeah. And tells him that she's living in the tent city. And then he goes, thanks. And then, like, right behind him, a mailman comes and says, excuse me, miss. She says, I'm not a missus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then there's another scene. I think it's from the same issue where... Spider-Man is just on a wall, and he's just, like, thinking. Because, like, whenever it would get too dark, there would always be, like, a, a laugh moment coming on. There's a moment where he's just thinking about, like, what to do because these kids are disappearing. And then he, like, snip, And then he hears, like, some lady, some guy on his um fire escape on his apartment. And, and he goes, um, honey, come out. I got popcorns. And Spider-Man comes down, and he goes, um, and he goes, you got butter? Yeah, Real butter or that fake stuff, real butter. And then and then you see him like munch on the popcorn and the guy's wife comes out and says, Hey, you ate all the popcorn <laughs> Oh no. That's that's some good stuff. Yes. Great stuff. Com that should be a new segment. Yeah. Recent reads. Yeah, recent reads, recent watches. Yeah. You see Incredibles too? I honestly I could it's sad that it's there's so many specials to do because I could do a special on it because I have a lot to say about it because 
I mean, I guess I don't know if we'll ever talk about it in the future, <laughs> but I'll just do a quick spoiler of my thoughts. I do think it's better than the first one, and it could be like my favorite movie of this year. I I thought it was great. I I I liked it more than uh, the first one too. Yeah, it could even like it's it could, it's even a contender to be my favorite Pixar movie. And I, like I thought it was. Inc- I remember <laughs> being worried about like, are they going to just have it where the rest of the where it feels like the Elastic Girl spinoff where like they'll save the Incredibles for the end? And normally I'd be mad that they did, but this but this it's it's so good that it almost doesn't matter. Yeah, like I was amazed at the the plot. Like it was just so dense and yet clever of a plot in general and the villain was great too the villain was so awesome when i was like giddy in how awesome it was when she was like sneaking into the like yes. layer it was so cool <laughs> yes and then when the villain attacks her i was like i was like it was art it was amazing mm-hmm. and um also like the whole uh did you have a seizure I didn't because I don't have <laughs> epi- I don't have epileptic seizures. Did, did they have the warning? Because when I went the second yeah. time, they had the warning. They have warnings, and they also had things out like on the desk, like in front of like where you buy tickets. Oh, they had it. They had it all set up. Um, yeah, it was like uh, clever in all ways it could be in it in its plot, in its dialogue, in in its humor. It was just. Good stuff. I think it might be my second favorite movie after Black Panther this year. Uh oh wait, Black Panther did not, I, yeah. this year's a blur to it me. It feels like a while, but yeah, it it really could it is really up there and it, but it's definitely I think it's definitely going to make my top 5 favorite movies of this year. Oh yeah. I, I don't I mean, see it leaving the number 2 spot for me. Yeah, it's I'll say it's probably going to be it's probably going to be number one unless my opinions on something change. Or something. <laughs> like, it was really amazing. So I would say the top three definitive Pixar movies of the 2010s are Toy Story 3, Coco, and Incredibles 2. I would uh, basically agree because uh, I really thought, like, Coco, when, after I saw it, I thought, like, that's my favorite um, Pixar movie of this decade. And then Incredibles 2 came out. And yeah. like, I I didn't expect something to be Coco. But you didn't have to sit through Cars three. I have not seen it. No, <laughs> and I doubt you have any plans to. Yeah, so. I'll I can pass on it. It's fine. So did you see the short at the beginning uh, of Incredibles two? Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay. Well, yeah. I remember you asked, "Do I have a fair Pixar short?" And I do have one I can say now because I was thinking about okay. that. I'm not cheating by just saying the Toy Story one. Yeah. Um, I would if I had to say I would probably say the old man playing chess. Oh yeah, that one's really good. Yeah, <laughs> I, I forgot about that one. Uh, isn't he in Toy Story Two? Isn't he the guy that fixes Woody in Toy Story Two? He yeah, I remember the character seeming familiar. I th- I think maybe. What movie is that one in front of? Is it like Monsters? I think it's Bugs Life. Oh okay, yeah, I thought it was like older. Cause I remember. Watch having Bugs Life on VHS, watching it, watching the short credits. I'm just like, wait, is this is this it? I want Bugs Life. <laughs> yeah, I always like. It's always kind of like. I wonder how often kids think they're like in the wrong movie because it has to be yes. every like it has to be constantly. Yeah, like, you just everyone. <laughs> I just wonder if there's like a kid who like gets Ray, sees the Pixar, do the do do yeah. do 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 do. And then it's just like the short comes up. I just yeah. wonder if there's a kid that ever goes, boo, play the movie. Yeah. 
Um, like in an episode of The Simpsons where Homer just like, I can't start the movie! Start the yeah. movie! That's why the Frozen short was really a wonder. Like, that they did that. Oh my god. That. Like, you... 20 minutes is an eternity for a child. You can't yes. bring them to Coco and <laughs> like Yes. So. so, did you have the plot twist that I had where I thought that the main character who had the little... Was it an onion guy? Yeah. I thought that was... You know how, you know, the person, the guy who comes at the end. Yeah. I thought that that was his son, not his mother. I mean, I guess part of it probably helped that you presented this to me beforehand, but um, I didn't see it. Like, I got the point of the short, so I guess I I saw it made sense to me because I got that the point of the short was, short was like a, a motherhood metaf- metaphor. Like, I mean... So I got it. <laughs> I just remember the whole time just watching, oh, there's a deadbeat father. Oh, but no, it's just the son that left. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I was just like, oh, well, this is a plot twist I did not see coming. And it wasn't until they had, I don't think it was until the credits where they're like more hand-drawn looking. That I just, oh, that's a girl. But it's not a boy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. Some some things you just never see coming. It was a bigger twist than any M Night Shyamalan movie yeah. could ever. It wasn't his son. It was his mother. <laughs> wow, yeah, a whole I, new world has opened up. I don't like, think any movie can have such a twist. Yeah, as that. What do you know? The biggest twist of the year. I can't probably see, when we have our season finale or the uh, end of year episode. I'll just be like. This was the <laughs> twist of the yeah, year. I'll have to start keeping tabs, see if there's any. <laughs> I've heard, I haven't seen it, but I've heard that uh, movie Hereditary has a big twist. I'll have to catch that one, see oh, if it's a bigger twist man. than um, But, uh, yeah. yeah. See, excited to uh, unpack all this and see if our opinions still stand by the end of the year. Yeah. Who knows? Anything could happen. Anything. Absolutely anything. Anything is possible. Except for finding out what that singer's name was, I will, I will feel really stupid when I find out who it is because it's probably some really famous person. That's it, it's probably really is it Tom Jones. Does that sound like a name? I, I don't like, know. I feel like I would recognize. I feel like it's got to be a musician I recognize the name of. Like it's probably someone really famous, and I can't think of it. I'm blanking, but yeah, that's something we can figure out on next episode. We have an update we can do. Uh, about next time about like oh. what was the singer's name oh yeah we can definitely fill people in yeah just like the, um well we didn't we we edited it in but the michael keaton yeah as george washington yeah. i uh edited that in on the, the mic on my laptop very smoothly so this uh has been a crazy trilogy on it could even be cut into a quadology oh, with the my. length of this because it's always an yeah. hour up right yeah. So really, this is almost three hours. Yeah. Um, wow. But we'll have to see how this turns out. Um, but if anyone actually made it through this, we'll send you a nothing prize. Just like yeah. Marvel used to do. Mm-hmm. You know how they would, if you caught a mistake or something, they would, um, and you wrote in, they would just send you an empty box. Here's your nothing <laughs> prize. <laughs> Yeah, well, here's the thing about this. Unlike unlike Marvel, uh, or current Marvel, is every single one of these parts of this uh, 
of this film series, if you count, it did cut out at the end, but this audio series is directed by the same people. Yes. Consistent. Yes. I mean, we might get replaced by next episode. We don't know, but for now, it's... Whoever knows, they're... Just like how Justice League had two different cuts, there are two different cuts of the show. Yeah, because sometimes I have to edit it differently for the audio. Yeah, and then there's there's the audio edit, and yeah. then there's the there's the audio cut, and then there's the yeah. video cut. Because there are some there are some things, unfortunately, that like um, I was like, yeah, I don't know if this works just in audio. It won't <laughs> make sense, so I have to cut it a little shorter. Um, so yeah. It's all the Snyder cut. <laughs> yeah, all of it. Um, amazing. So Which hopefully we'll never talk about it again. I'm so yeah, sick of talking but, about the Snyder. But cut. knowing us, uh, we're gonna next episode is gonna be like this time on comment section. More news about this Zack Snyder cut. And also, is the Batman gonna happen? Is Ben Affleck leaving? <laughs> <laughs> and that'll be. Stay tuned for the next episode of comment section. That's what it's gonna be. Yeah. I mean, there you go. Foreshadowing. Yeah. You know, if we do that, we have to. We have to do a. Pre- if that happens, we have to do it previously. We have to edit that in previously. Next time on comment section. Yep, and we will. So stay tuned, even though it's over. There's nothing yes. to stay tuned it's to. It's over, guys. It's done. It's finally Go home. Over. Leave us alone. <laughs> stop listening. <laughs> no. Let us stop. Leave comment section alone. <laughs> like that. Leave Britney alone. Yeah, that's classic. Classic. That's a classic. So, it, it's been a good run. And has. this has been by far the biggest rabbit. It always ends that way. The biggest rabbit hole. We yeah, saved the, the rabbit, rabbit hole. The rabbit hole comes and it doesn't want to go away. And I don't even know what rabbit holes we did. We did we do the series of unfortunate events in this one. Who knows? Yeah, I think so. We talked about a lot, a lot of, a lot of uh, rabbit hole questions added to. So, I got a phone call saying that uh, from a scam saying my taxes weren't filed correctly <laughs> and that if I don't call with my social security number, the cops are going to be coming. I love those scam phone calls. Very threatening. And I always wish that I could pick up when we're recording. <laughs> that, that would be so lucky. We would have to, we should, we should definitely, uh, since it hasn't been a problem lately, we should definitely leave airplane mode off now just in hopes that that will happen. Yes. Uh, I don't know if I sound here. I got a phone call I, saying yeah. that my boat was going to be repossessed. I don't <laughs> have a boat. I hate the water. Yeah, same. We can agree on that. Stay away from the water because you don't want to fall down that whirlpool. And maybe stay away from comment section because you don't want to keep falling down that rabbit hole. Yes, there's someone just like, oh my god, it's still going, it's still going. <laughs> yeah, that's what it feels like. It feels yes. like just keep, we keep going and going and going. You can't ever escape could you imagine if there's someone on a long car ride who downloaded this episode thinking that would be long enough but really it's it's only they're only halfway to their destination and they have (laughs) nothing else on their iphone and you know they can't connect to the wi-fi so that means no downloading anything else Mm -hmm. and they're just like oh my god oh my god (laughs) it's gonna end soon it has to end soon it must the, you already mentioned the Zack Snyder cut. What are you doing? What are you doing again? <laughs> is this? Am I listening to the same thing over again? Yeah. Is it repeating? Is, is it, it? Does this thing have a virus again? Uh, 
and and then which Batman suit is your favorite? Oh <laughs> no, it's it's happening again. Oh, oh, oh what was what was our original story? Do you think Deathstroke is gonna appear <laughs> on the Arrow season finale? You know, I think uh, we'll have to wait and see on that one. Um, I think Justice League could be a big hit. Uh, yeah, you know, I think the audience has forgiven Warner Brothers <clears throat> and DC with Batman versus Superman. Mm-hmm. I think. How about that Conjuring universe? Um, now you think <laughs> Annabelle's gonna totally suck? It's gonna it be awful. I'll put money on it right now. It will. Well, what if they're listening and there's like a virus where they're in an <laughs> alternate universe, guys? Look, we haven't had a good superhero movie since The Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> Nolan did it right. <laughs> Nothing else can compare. Oh my god. The moment that Batman is stabbed and just that look on his face, <laughs> it shows not only surprise, but just it goes back to his childhood trauma of the time he was picking apples <laughs> with his mother and his mother, you know, she's a very busy Gotham socialite, went away <laughs> and he couldn't say mom, so he kept going, Martha, Martha, Martha. <laughs> hey, and come on, if we could please get some proper writers and directors of stuff like the original Annabelle and not this stupid, like, not this stupid stuff like whoever the idiot was who wrote the script for It 2017. Like, come on, people. Oh, my God. Sony, don't you dare end this deal with Marvel Studios. Spider-Man Homecoming is the best Spider-Man movie. It is hilarious. I love Iron Man in it. I love it. I love the Karen suit. He has a friend now. Do you know what it was like when he was in the previous movies? He was friendless, basically. But now he has a buddy with him all the time. Anytime he... I just wish that the suit... I hope that Karen possesses the Spider-Man suit and can give Peter Parker a big old hug when he needs one. Also, um, Cars 2 is good. Yes, so was Cars 3. Yep. It ended the trilogy on a high note. You know, Toy Story 3, there was kind of, there was a dip oh, in quality. Remember, I, I we were talking about... Okay, so I have a, a rabbit hole question. What's your favorite trilogy of all time? Because mine's Cars. Well, mine would have to be the Star Wars prequel trilogy. Okay. I mean, look, a lot. it's difficult for people to come back, but George, he came back, and it wasn't just this silly, oh, look, I'm Luke Skywalker, I'm a farmer, look <laughs> at me, I'm going to use the Force, oh, I'm Han Solo, look at me shoot stuff. No, we yeah. were dealing with real issues. The Trade Federation, <laughs> they were going to attack Naboo. <laughs> and look, Jar Jar symbolizes who we all are. We all feel like Misa Steppin' Duty. I feel every day like Misa Steppin' Duty. And you know what? I love pod racing. It, it, it's just like, you know what? Screw the Empire Strikes Back fight scene. I need to have it where I see the pod racing. It's just like, hey, look, Lil Annie's going pretty fast, isn't he? Oh, he sure is, Bob. And then, oh, my God. Brilliance, the heartbreak, and Attack of the Clones, when Anakin and Padme are at the safe house, and he is exposing his heart about how he doesn't like sand. Yes. It's coarse. It goes everywhere. And that just, it makes me think about how truly awful 
the scene on Tatooine is when he's staring out at the, the two suns because yes. there's all that sand everywhere. I know. I mean, you you'd think he'd have like goggles or something, so it didn't get in his eye. It gets everywhere, and he was just standing there. It just shows the true lack of of thought that went into the the, the, yes. the, the series. Like, and then the greatest performance we've ever had in a Star Wars movie. You feel the rage and heartbreak yeah. when three words are said. I hate you! <laughs> I knew it. Oh, I it, knew it, it because just, it's beautiful. Yes, I mean, look. <laughs> JJ's messing the frame. We need to get back to George's vision. George knows it. Now let's all band together. Let's all spread the mini chlorians out and <laughs> yeah. try to communicate with him of George. Yeah. And quite clever, by the way. Midi chlorine, making it feel like it's more of a, a, a complex, like more like convoluted... Mm-hmm beautiful like uh, uh sci-fi sort of twist to yes. like i mean just the passion of the force um midichlorians yes <clears throat> one of the greatest moments ever is when it's, it's a hilarious gag mm-hmm. when anakin says jar jar don't get your face caught in that laser beam. It'll go numb for hours. And he goes, my, my tongue, my tongue, fuck. And then he gives the thumbs up like, hey, you go through challenges in life, but it's yeah. all okay in the end. Mm-hmm. And it also teaches you things like his name is Anakin and he's a person. Yes. And, <clears throat> you know, we learn some things like where Padme says, I don't need this to remember you by. And Anakin has a blanket and she says, Space is cold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then the, moment, the, the, the the twist of all time when Padme says, I am Queen Amidala. And, and they're all looking around like, yeah, I knew. I knew. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just wish that the Revenge of the Sith could have continued. I mean, it was such a drop in quality from yeah. Phantom Menace. It was noticeable. And, it was noticeable. Yeah. I'm in that the Gungan fight between the robots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think the problem was that I think it was I want to say it was I think it was Ryan Johnson who uh, directed Revenge of the Sith. I think so. I remember you know. because it was really yeah. Because bad. I don't know. Sometimes I just see things that are absolute complete garbage, and I just think like, uh, yes. is that Ryan Johnson, the worst Star Wars director ever? Yeah, I mean, even like in the original trilogy. <laughs> When Anakin just um dies, he just dies. Yeah, we, we we went through this journey with this guy, who you know went from yippee, to, I hate the sand, to now not having eyebrows because they've been digitally removed in the yeah. Dar- in the Darth Vader thing. And you know what was you know what was nice? You know what was nice? In Re- Revenge of the Sith, Yoda and Obi Wan are so old, but Anakin is young again. <laughs> yeah. It's one of the only watchable things because you have Hayden Christensen and he knows <laughs> what he's doing. Yeah, he does. Sure it's, does. Brilliant. Brilliant. Oscar worthy films. I think they sufficiently realize what universe they're in now. Yes. <clears throat> and you're never going to leave. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is the one you're in now. This is the one. Like <clears throat> April Fool's Day. You know, you know forever. Be, yes. It'll be interesting for April Fool's Day. There were just two different hosts. 
<laughs> just don't say anything about it. We need to hire some people. Yes, we, we should, should get uh, uh, Mark Hamill and uh, Kevin Conroy. Oh, for could it. you imagine <laughs> like hearing them fight over a movie? It's like the Battle of Gotham City. Yes, we're coming at an end for comment section. Yes, we're in the real universe. We went through all our stories. I'm proud. We went through all the stories. Yeah, I didn't did. think I we did would. cover. I did cover everything once I remembered that last one. We did it. Did. Didn't think we could, but we did it. I thought we were gonna fail so long yes. ago. That's it then. That's it. As as always, keep. I know you you want it to stop. It, we keep you keep twirling, twirling. You're so dizzy. You want it yes. to stop. You can't stop. But it's not. It's Last finally. time you fell this far, you broke your leg. But I promise and you, it was worth it. I know it's still happening. I know you're still dizzy. I know yes. you feel sick, but it's coming to a close. Yes. And you're going to feel it coming because I'm going to say the words. And the words are, as always. And please, forever. And forever. Keep falling down that rabbit hole. <laughs>